Welcome everybody to the Kickback Podcast. This is the second podcast today, which is why I'm wearing the same shirt that I <laughs> wore in the last episode. But we got another guest. Tell Hello. who you are. I'm X-Steve. I'm an artist, actor, dancer, pretty much just everything in the entertainment industry. So, so basically just an artist overall. Yeah, you can say that. Dude, the <laughs> first sure. thing, I want to get right into it. You Let's do it. dropped out of freaking college. That's insane. <laughs> Holy shit. He said, when, so, before he came, he's like, I actually just dropped out right now. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> All right, so I was on my way to LA because I had a class. And there's been this issue in this first month of uh, my class. Uh-huh. Uh, I was studying entertainment business. Entertainment and, business? Yeah, so okay. like pretty much business in the whole industry. And... Pretty much because of the issue, these drives, all the money I'm spending and everything that's kind of going on, I just realized it wasn't going to work out. It wasn't worth it? I had to be realistic. I hate, by the way, I hate just being realistic overall because I'm a dreamer. Um, Someone likes to chase their goals, you know? It's one of those things that comes with being an artist, you know? Pretty much, yeah. Dreaming, hoping for the best. Exactly. So... I hate being realistic, but in this situation, I kind of really had to be realistic. You feel me? Uh-huh. And Holy I just realized shit, it wasn't going to work out. And I had much bigger opportunities focusing on my job right now and mm-hmm. on my music career. Okay. And like when it comes to financial and like just ec- ec- like my, my financial status. Yeah. Um, just I had to drop out. And also these trips to L.A. were just killing me i'm i'm living in tj by the way yeah right he now, came so. <laughs> to the podcast he came right now to my house from tijuana exactly tijuana mexico that's that's Fucking correct crazy bro. <laughs> but it shows the grind that you're going to you yeah know? um this past month i've been grinding a lot recently when it comes to my job studying and well just outright my music career you know um but yeah i think just knocking out college right now is gonna save me a bunch of time money and really like gonna like make me focus on dedicating my all you know yeah um when it comes to like the learning aspect i was learning like what entertainment business is and like representing myself as an artist yeah i do need to find other ways to educate myself around that but i do have a lot of resources so. yeah so you know that college isn't the only way to educate oh yeah 100 so yeah that's why i'm like not even like tripping right now i'm kind of yeah. just like all right let's see where this goes i'm gonna do my best you know and if I want to make it happen, I'll make it happen. So you have that sense of confidence within yourself to actually make your dreams come true. Yes. I changed my language a while ago. I don't even call my dreams dreams anymore. I just call them goals because dreams, you, know, you, you can't reach okay. them. Goals, you can attain them and you can work dreams, up to it. Dreams, you can't reach them, but goals, you can obtain them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you, can <laughs> you can always finish this, the, the finish line, right? You can always reach yeah, that Yeah, sure. you can always reach a goal and it's just it just sounds a little bit more possible. Whether it's a smaller goal and then you change it to a bigger goal and then the big like... Just going step by step, you feel? Uh-huh. So, I mean, yeah, I changed my language about that so I can, like... And, and it's been working. It's actually, like, it, it's weird. I set a goal, and I achieve it. Then I set another goal, and I, like, keep progressing poco a poco, you know, just little by little. Yeah. And I ended up, like, getting what I, like, wanted to, like, wanted to it from, like, the start. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you have, like, a big goal that's probably not realistic right now. Just okay. set, like, little mini goals, and then once, like, you just... Hey, little do, little goal, do you know you're, you're, you're already up, like so close uh-huh. to the big goal yeah exactly 
Oh, so that's just, a good way, bro. Wow. Yeah. Your mentality. <laughs> your mentality is very different compared to a lot of average people. For sure. Yeah. Um, I try, That's also something I've worked on, like, pretty much these past years and whatnot. Mentality is super important. How do you think you got to that mentality? Sheesh. Okay. Um, changing your language was one of them. Definitely changing language. Uh, I guess throughout my years, just like life man just like life just hits in in different ways and you have to find ways to either cope or just get through it you know there's like situations where you just have to you just get put like these situations you know where it's like life or death you either just Steward suck it up do it and just go and just like get better eventually or just stay in the same place forever uh-huh. and i'm not i'm a person who like is never comfortable with like being in the same place complacent yeah so I just need to keep advancing in some way. Uh, so my mentality. So I always stress when I don't feel productive and where I don't feel like I'm doing anything like that's just not going to benefit me or just like you don't like wasting time. Yeah, that I do. I hate wasting time, um, especially when it comes to my career, because like you have like I know I have all the time in the world. I'm I'm barely 18. I barely just turned 18. But You're only 18. Yeah. What the fuck? You didn't, you didn't know I was 18? No, I thought you were like 20-something, dog. No. What the I'm hell? I'm really 18. Wow. I turned 18 in April. April 29th, to be exact. Wow, yeah. bro. I'm really, I, I, I just graduated high school. And then one month of college, I just dropped out. <laughs> I thought you had already like been in college for a while. Nah. And now you finally like made that decision to just drop out. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, holy crap wow. I, I went out before it was too late yeah <laughs> yeah before you went too far deep in yeah also i was gonna be in i was definitely gonna be in debt if i like kept going so i, I definitely don't want to be something i promised myself like in my childhood is that i wasn't gonna end up in debt because of, like student loans or anything and so this i had i was gonna be in debt if i kept going on with this so i was just like no i'm not gonna do it because <laughs> yeah, i do think about that like no offense to any of my friends but yeah i like like economically i don't have all the fucking money in the world right mm-hmm. but i'm also not in debt and a mm-hmm. lot of my friends especially not even just my friends we can go beyond that almost all americans my age who went to college they're in debt by like a hundred thousand dollars that's crazy how do you pay that off i have no dude that's that's cr- that would be like if you had to pay that off in a year i'm pretty sure that'd be like a little over ten thousand every month yeah that'd be crazy yeah so that but I mean, if if it was it student loan debt or it was just debt, I have no idea. But just we know that in order for you to go and have those four years of college, that's around how much yeah. it costs. Yeah. So if it's a student loan debt, they've ha- they probably have around ten years after they finish the program to pay that off. So you'd probably be paying ten thousand a year, mm-hmm. and the average salary right now in the U.S. is probably around thirty thousand. So that'd be pretty great. That'd be crazy, and that's yeah. even considering if if your friends or anyone who like has that amount of debt even has a job, that'd be that's insane, dude. No, that you said like uh, the annual salary is around thirty thousand. Yeah. But then also the cost of living just went up by a lot. So the dude. thirty thousand that you're earning isn't even worth. I work. know, bro. It's it's crazy. It's rent in California is like two thousand eight hundred a month for like a two bedroom, one bath apartment. Yeah, apartment. That's there's, <laughs> there, there's like a little there's a little uh, apartment complex over here it's it's really nice like here in corona three thousand dollars a month in corona california that's that's insane a room if you want to just have a room in a in somebody else's house just rent out the room in most places that you find they're like 1200 bucks dog 
I just I just got off a call with my friends in May. He just bought a three thousand uh three thousand a three bedroom two bath house and it's eight hundred a month in Maine. Yeah, and then California we are like that's we're moving that's to Maine. Moving to Maine. Nah, but I mean. Here in Corona, it's really nice out here. I was like driving and like there's like these beautiful mountains and this beautiful view, and I was like, wow, that that is. Yeah, because you really you've nice. only been over here once, huh? In Corona. Yeah, it's my second time coming over here. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first time. Well, that's the first time I met you over there with yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, with Jordan Falani. And and I <laughs> noticed that I noticed that how you said that you don't like wasting time because once you got there, you went straight to work. You're like, all right, what are we gonna do? What music <laughs> are we gonna make? Yeah, I mean, um, so see, that's the thing. So with this with this industry. Um, I try to like, it's weird, you know, cause there's a lot of people in the industry who just focus strictly on business and don't even care about like the personal really, yeah. So I do. Yeah. I, I definitely care about the connection. I, th- I think to be able to actually work with somebody, you definitely have to have some sort of chemistry or definitely at least get to know the person first or like, yeah. you know, fill it out, you know, um, with studio sessions, if I have a studio session with someone who like isn't like with the same vibe or energy or just kind of like, all right, this is just work. I don't really want to deal with you. I just want to get this done like like that. That's just like, then what's the point, you know? Yeah, yeah. You I don't, don't know. really feel it as something meaningful. Yeah, it's not meaningful. It's also you're not comfortable. Dog. Like, I uh-huh. mean, it's good to get out of your comfort zone, but like also it depends on what your like what your comfort zone is and like what getting out of your comfort zone means for you. Um, But when it comes to working with people, I definitely want to have like, some sort of connection or at least something to where we can make it work because also not only with that like not only does it like is it like your personal life but it mm-hmm. also reflects on your business life mm-hmm. your your personal life is or your business life is just a reflection of your personal life mm-hmm. so it's just like <sighs> expand on that so if you're um let's say you're doing bad in your personal life you know you're probably i'm just gonna get straight into it you're probably doing drugs uh-huh. drinking or you're not going to the gym or you're just not eating healthy some, yeah or just rest. lazy or just not productive not even one hour of the day you know yeah i just feel like that that also reflects in like your work life whether if you have a job yeah. or you have a business or something it reflects some way because it's just your day-to-day life if yeah. if you're doing drugs or if you're drinking it's probably going to notice like you're probably going to be like how can that, you perform that, yeah how, how like yeah it's going to be like you're gonna be that known alcoholic in your in your office, like yeah. I don't know. It just it just reflects, you know. Also, a lot with, it has to do a lot with artists, you know. In this industry, there's a lot of artists who are into that, and like they I get think it's become the normal. Up. They become yeah. effed up, you know. It's just so it, it's really important to also stay healthy in your personal life. Uh, I don't drink, nor do I smoke, nor do drugs, anything. Uh, it's definitely really helped me, like along the way. I kind of lived like. A life where I had to mature at a young age because, well, when we talk about like that, the topic of alcohol, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people get drunk. I've had to take care of a lot of people, like get drunk, especially yeah. my family. I'm not trying to like, you know, that, get yeah. list, but <laughs> can't rat you guys out. But. Yeah. <laughs> not to be a snitch, but um, hey, man, owing up to it, you got drunk. It is what it is. Yeah, you know, they got drug. It uh, happens, you know? It wasn't a fun experience taking care of them, and I've seen how people react to that. And that's something I didn't really want to get into. So, I mean, if I'm being honest, you saw that it wasn't working out for them. So it wasn't probably- working, yeah. And it's just it's just a distraction that's not even beneficial in any way to your health or mentally at know? all. I, and I feel like, and because I learned that, I learned how to like be the exact same way but sober. 
So mm-hmm. I, 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 like every time I'm like, I don't go to parties often, but every time I do go to a party or I have something like of my own, because of my energy and how I've learned to like be energetic and have a good time and actually drinking, be present, yeah, and everything. People think I'm the drunk one. <laughs> I like, had a no, no, I'm not drunk. <laughs> no, yeah, like, like Mason and the and I'm like. No, bro, I'm 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 straight sober. I haven't had a I will. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cool. Capri Sun. <laughs> Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Oh, Capri Sun are bomb. Yeah, Loki. But um, nah, yeah. I mean, I just uh, I found a way to like get like not fall into any addiction. If I had to say I've had any addiction in my whole life, it's probably video games. Video games were definitely my addiction, dude. But oh, it's the, also an addiction to video games. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just I I used to be like a hardcore gamer. Yeah, me too. I used to love playing video games, Yeah, for bro. sure. People now call it uh, an addiction and say it's really unhealthy. But I think the, I think it's actually something that's benefited me into being the way I am today. There's actually a study. And mm-hmm. I talked about this in my entertainment business class before I dropped out. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a, So we watched this video about how video games are an addiction. It's actually pretty bad for people. And like they're more likely to do like violent things. But I, there's a study that... It's weird if if you play more violent video games or like like whatever you're playing, mm-hmm. you're somehow gonna do like the opposite of that. Mm. So like if you're playing, let's say GTA and like just killing people on the street, it just like video games, not not like actually yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, GTA. Yeah, if you're doing that like in a video game, you're definitely less likely to do it in um, real life. It's uh-huh. weird because you've acknowledged that you're doing it in a video game. In some way, I guess that's, yeah, that's kind of the explanation. I'd have to read the article again or, like, it's definitely online somewhere. But, yeah, yeah, pretty much so. With me growing up on video games, I feel like it's definitely a way I've used it to cope. Whether it be, like, with personal life things or, like, anything like that. I definitely think video games have been a big part of who I am today. Right now, I don't play at all. I wish I had a little bit more time to play. Same, I haven't, dude, I haven't played a video game in... (sighs) probably been like a year or something Jeez, it's been a while bro, i mean me video like game. months but <laughs> yeah but still like like every time i play it's, it's like for an hour or two bro mm-hmm. for me those are rookie numbers i used to play like 30, <laughs> all day every day all, yeah dude. straight dude there would be times where i would pull all-nighters with my cousins just fucking playing video games oh guys the sun is up really <laughs> they all, like the blind with your crusty ass eyes <gasps> Oh shit, You're bro! Right. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna go to sleep because it's already late. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then you don't wake up till like one a.m. the next day. Just yeah, like, yeah, you're already messing your, yourself your up. Yeah, <laughs> your sleep schedule. But, but yeah, yeah health. Those health. Were fun day. I mean, they were fun days, dude. Yeah, for sure. I've I've talked about it in the podcast before. Those video game days with with the with the homies have always yeah. been super cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Honestly, uh, if there's any addiction. That anyone had to be like addicted to, I think the safest addiction would be video games. I think uh, you said that video games make you do the opposite of what happens in the video games, right? It's a study that shows, right? Yes. So maybe I just expanded on that. From us playing video games, we've acknowledged how much time and every and energy that we've spent playing video games. That now we do the opposite and put that energy to something else. Yes. You know, so it, it yes, kind of I, you have to think about it for more. a second, but yeah. yes, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but video games definitely did teach you a lot, definitely taught me a lot, just to have fun and enjoy, you 100%, know. Yeah. And no, and I guess now you realize 
it's like you can't always have fun and enjoy yeah i mean yeah i feel that going back to like the topic to actually less the video games like all that addiction and all that i mean like so what i was saying like i've seen people like alcohol alcohol i've seen people with drugs yeah freshman year of high school uh i i i uh so i went to i went to the school called soda it was rufus Soda, rufus school of the arts i went and i auditioned i got in for i forgot spoken arts that's what it was called it was poetry okay um i wanted to just like advance in like my writing and like rapping and whatnot oh yeah be more articulate with your words yeah um it's definitely something that helped i also met some uh, like some really great people they were really talented as well and there was definitely different there's a lot of departments there was tech there was a uh, if i can remember musical theater there was theater itself it was pretty dope it was a pretty dope school but it was definitely known for drugs mm. and so the friend the friend group i got with first it was a terrible friend group uh i didn't last a lot in that uh so like the first week of like just hanging out i already see someone pulls like a bag of acid and i was like wow i was like what for me because that was like the first time i saw those acid. Are like, i was like well, that's when you start stepping into like drugs yeah drugs, those are drugs, know, drugs. i up. was like okay like and so i was born in san francisco and so there's definitely it's also definitely known for drugs like there's definitely like neighborhoods that are known where like people do hair heroin and whatnot it, yeah it's a lot it's of homeless like, people over yeah, there so a lot. definitely so, just seeing that in a school or that type of drug in a school at least it's just like wow it's just like this is the reality yeah and i didn't want to be a part of that uh so i i kind of left that friend group immediately that being part of the reason also the reason i just did i just don't get along with people like that i don't know why <laughs> like it's like trying to fit into something but like being a person not. you're not you know yeah 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 Yeah. so i didn't I, I just didn't like that i didn't like the vibe i don't i don't like how it felt trying to be someone you're not for somebody else is one of the worst feelings i think i felt in my whole entire life yeah it does stop the development of finding who you really are yeah, yeah. um like let's say like uh, i've done this before where let's say you like a girl right okay and she goes to these like just ambiences or like these parties that maybe aren't the healthiest parties or the best parties to go you know? to yeah, yeah to be attending i went to one because i just like this girl mm-hmm. and i wanted to like spend time with her but it was just an environment that i hated and just like mm-hmm. conversations i just didn't like to be a part of like and they weren't always like the most productive conversations yeah also like the people like that you just hang around with, like they don't even show no form of respect. Like mm. even like there's like cool delinquents. <laughs> no, not even delinquents, dude. Like I'm talking about like so you know in Mexico, like someone's being carayudos with like we like oh, sacan- yeah, sacando cura and whatnot. Yeah, so but you would agree, like, there's a line, right? Yeah, there's a line that can't be passed. So I guess with this girl I was dating, uh I went to this party with her. And she had one of her friends there. And I was sitting there and I barely met this guy. And I was yeah. trying to get to know him. And then, but he was like, kind of reserved, sort of like disrespectful and just sacando cura, I guess. And I was just like, laughing there, just like, okay, whatever. I mean, they're just talking with her. And then he started mentioning, she starts mentioning things like about this girl I'm dating, her exes in front of me. And I just met him. It's like, that's not really a topic I want to, like, yeah, dive yeah, in yeah. unless I, like, I ask about it. 
Yeah, it kind of it shows like what kind of a, person you are. You're trying to rat somebody out of everything. Yeah, else. yeah. Uh, I think it was also something my ex had, or uh, the person I was dating at this time didn't even tell me about, and I was like kind of confused, like what's he talking about? But like, Damn. yeah. So it was like, so he was just out here just exposing the fuck out of her. Pretty much, yeah. And I, I, not only is yeah. like kind of like a disrespect to me, but it's also a disrespect to but her. Yeah. Uh, you got nothing and, nice and to I, say. Don't say anything. Yeah. At all. No, yeah, for sure. And I, I talked to her about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was kind of disrespectful, right? Like, I didn't really like that. I didn't feel comfortable. And she's like, that's just how he is, and I'm okay with it. And I was like, I, I, I don't know. It's just like, so you, it's cool that you have a standard for yourself. Mm-hmm. You live yourself, your life to a higher standard. Yeah, this was was this was barely I was starting to date. Yeah. I, I I honestly just kind of I didn't have that value at this time. Now I do. Yeah. I, I didn't have it at the time, dude. Did you learn? I learned. I definitely learned. Um, yeah. That was definitely a learning experience for me. Um, but nah, dude. It was just like I tried to be this person I wasn't for this person I was dating, and also try to get along with their friends. But it's just that's kind of what it was. I mean, I didn't. I didn't like being in that ambience. I didn't like sacando cura and the ways they were. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not boring. I'm not boring. I like I I have my friends and we just make like these dark humor jokes about each other and like yeah, yeah, we yeah. laugh our ass off. But like it's also because we've known each other for a while yeah, and we're already used to other. it. Yeah, hundred percent. So like, but like someone you barely just met and you're seeing all this shit. Yeah, it's it's like it's just not cool, you know. I just, yeah, it's uh we can go back to that saying that show me your friends and I'll tell you the type of person you are. Or yeah, um, you become the like uh you're the sum of the five people you mostly hang around with. Yeah, exactly. out of out of the four people, you're gonna be the fifth. Exactly. Yes. You know. So that you were way. like, ah, I don't want to be the fifth of these people. <sighs> yeah, pretty much, and pretty much like the person I was dating, I just got into a lot of problems, really toxic relationship, blah blah blah. blah. Done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. been losing patience. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just uh, stream. I'm sorry. I love you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I love you's out now. All platforms, pop song. Um, I hope y'all enjoy it. But yeah, uh, pretty much so. Yeah, like I was saying, I had a mature, really young age. Just learning a lot about myself. Uh, definitely developed. So, oh yeah, our main topic was mentality. So pretty much, I guess I mean, because of we life, were on that, yeah, yeah, we were on that, and then we just expanded. It was, okay, but it showed like how that added to your mentality that exactly. you've gone to. Yeah. So pretty much mentality you know i feel like life experiences okay is what makes your mentality For and sure. also what type of content you consume whether it be in real life or on yeah or online um and online i've also seen like a lot of i'm not gonna lie i watch andrew tate a lot I do too, bro. <laughs> people might not like him whatever I whatever uh with i don't know respect. what his truth is he can be a con artist he can be an actual criminal but though i i'm not agreeing with he just got out of house arrest yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, literally today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I don't, like, if he is a bad guy and does bad things, then, like, I don't support him. I just support the things that he says. Yeah, you know? the, yeah, it's 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 the truth, too. It's, it's just that people get it confused with, like, a sense of idolization. Like, uh-huh. he's not my idol. I just want to be the best man that I can be. And yeah. the words that he's saying, the words that he's spoken, it makes so much sense. Yeah. I don't see anybody not benefiting from... The main message. I know he said a bunch of shit in the past before, <laughs> yeah. but that's not what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing uh-huh. on the good. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people definitely like. So what he's saying, uh huh, 
it's the truth. And you know what people don't like to hear? The Their truth. Truths. Exactly. And so the things he mostly says is like things that people have to work on themselves. And the yeah. reason that they don't like hearing it is because they don't want to work on it. And it's also why they're in the same place as well. It's like, because there's a standard that they know they have to live up to. Uh-huh. But it's so hard to live up to that standard all uh-huh. the time. So they're like, well, I don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Andrew Tate's messages have had also not only like... He's also he's also like one of the people like that's definitely like had an impact on me. At For least. sure. I could say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So his messages have definitely like inspired me and like definitely got me that mentality of like just grind, 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 drive, drive, drive. But also not in an unhealthy way, you feel? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he also gives out these strategies that you can like kind of take in and like apply it to your own life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think mentality is just what you consume on yeah. a daily basis. And you have to be very careful. Aspect. You have yeah. to be very careful with what you're consuming, you know? Yeah, 100%. The, the knowledge, the information that's going into your head. Yeah, because whatever you're consuming is just like, it's what you're going to see on the day-to-day and just like, I mean, what do you see day-to-day, you know? Like, for example, me, my like top five posts on Instagram would probably be like 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 scrolling my feed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it would probably be I'll studio, okay. Business, uh huh. Motivational quote, yeah. Maybe a gym post, okay, definitely, and probably like like a podcast clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's literally like either my TikTok or Instagram Instagram yeah. feed, or some new artist coming up, you know, or like lyrics of a song, you know. Um, or just like tips, you know, like just to like help you improve in any way. Um, yeah. That would definitely be like what I consume at least. Like just imagine right hearing now. those messages every single day. Like I can say the same thing. I go on my Instagram explore page and it's been customized to what the things that I like to hear. And I hear the motivational messages. I hear inspiring quotes. I hear podcast clips. There's a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff because I like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I watch the UFC a lot, so there's going to be a lot of UFC content. <laughs> and you like take the mentalities of these fighters too, and you're like, oh, but they're cabron. You're going to be a cabron too someday. Yeah. You know, if you start nitpicking or like grabbing things that you like from all of the good things that you're feeding into your yeah, brain. Yeah, 100%. Also, who you hang out with, dude. Like, yeah. Like, just actually adding on to that, like, si vas a, o sea, si ves un cabrón, vas a un cabrón. If you were to hang out with, like, four people who make over a million dollars, you're probably going to eventually make a million dollars soon. Yeah. Like, so, like, there's also something Andrew Tate said. Like, if you're in a room, like, if you work a job with, like, an ice cream and, like, a room of people, like, talking about ice cream, you're going to know something about ice cream, you know? Yeah, even if you Apply don't want to learn money. about anything about ice cream, somehow, some way, just by hearing them, you're going to start learning and acquiring that yeah, knowledge exactly. of ice cream. If you're in a place long enough, you're going to learn about it long enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in my freshman year of high school, I became a skater. Uh, realized, like, you, uh, by becoming a skater, you learn what's cool as a skater, what's not cool as a skater, who's a poser and who's not a poser. <laughs> yeah. Um... You also learn that people smoke a lot of weed, and I did not get into that either. That's also something I avoided and, like, noticed on, like, my mm-hmm. rear. I just, I'm someone who, like, just like to stay out of trouble, you know? Yeah. It's just a easier way of life, I guess. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I can say the same thing. I've always been just trying to be a good kid, you know? 100%. It's be, one thing that my dad said, and it really stuck with me a lot, is, like, you kind of have to... um 
learn how to be a kid in order to teach a kid to be a kid. Uh huh. You know, and I, that, I think yeah. if you simplify it down to the core essence, it's just like we're all kids figuring this place out. You know what I mean? We get older, yes, but like we have that expect expectance of us to like grow up and act a certain way, and it, it does come with maturity for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. You have to know what kind of kid you are—a good kid, be yeah, a good boy. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, one thing I've definitely tried to learn is, I mean. One thing I'm learning right now, actually, I'm probably working on is probably like I guess living my age. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have matured since a young age, and because of that, I've also tried to live like I guess a more adult life now. I yeah. mean, because since I got a car, I have car payments, and I'm trying to like get an apartment and whatnot. You could call these things adult things. Now I have a job. Yeah, you have to do some yeah. adulting sometimes for the world. Yeah, but I'm also 18, so I mean, I got recently told. Or not told, at least like a consejo, that I should live my age, that I have to F up. I have to experiment. I have to do all these things. And Especially like, because you're at such a young age. Exactly. I yeah. mean, just, I guess, maybe in a way what I was trying to be told is just don't worry about things you don't have to even worry about yet. And just mm-hmm. like, like stress, you know. And also it comes to like with your career, like, you know, grinding all day, every day, I love it. Like I, I love it, right? I can do it too. Once you 100%. get enough flow, yeah. Once you get that, I'm in that flow right now. I love it <laughs> as well. But like, I guess there's a certain point where you also have to realize you also need time for yourself, and you definitely need to rest as much as you work. Yeah. Um. Heal. So yeah. So I think that's something I'm working on right now. Yeah. Um. Especially since I'm so addicted to like just working and being productive and really wanting to like make a difference and advance in many ways. I'm I'm not advancing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm not comfortable in like I don't like being comfortable in the same place always. So yeah, advancing in ways, finding ways to advance more, it's just like a part of me. Yeah, so, and like, it's really hard to do that sometimes because the way our world works is always like this. <laughs> you know, it's always moving. It's always moving. So it's like, how are you going to stop moving if the current's always just flowing? Pretty much. It's very hard to get to that state of just relaxing and then not thinking that, oh, I have to go do that. I have to go do that. Uh It's because if I don't do that, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Also procrastination, dude. Procrastination is such a big thing that you have to like practice and really get rid of to like really dedicate yourself to either achieving a goal or just getting a task done. I was procrastinating. (laughs) I was procrastinating these last three months about turning in because since I just graduated high school, I was in this mariachi program. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was a guitarist and I had this like, whole suit and everything. And I have to turn back in the suit as I graduate, right? I was just procrastinating turn, turning back in the suit. Not only was I procrastinating, I also didn't have a lot of time. But I was like, all right, I'm going to get this done today. And I did it actually today. <laughs> I just went to the school and just turned in the mariachi suit. Now that's off my list. Something I don't have to worry about anymore, you know? So, like, you finally got it done. Yeah. It was just something I like. Procrastination is such a big problem, not only with like, not only in the industry, but the whole world, you know. Um, I think if the faster we get things done, we just, we just have to, we don't have to do it. Like, we don't have to deal with it anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a way of, like, advancing. Whenever yeah. You were, yeah, you're always advancing, even when you're just relaxing or procrastinating. You're still yeah. advancing? Yeah, I mean, no, like, like I... Like, just get rid of procrastination completely. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bad habit. Yeah. It's something I've also had to, like, get out so... That's something I've worked on definitely. Uh, but yeah, there's just with mentality, just 
no matter how many mountains you climb, there's always going to be a higher mountain yeah. that you have to climb. So just Miley keep going. Cyrus, bro. Have you heard that song? <laughs> Which one? There's always going to be another mountain. Always going to be another. I don't lie. I don't know the rest Only of the words. Miley, Miley Cyrus songs, I, I like. <laughs> I, it's a climb. I, <laughs> that's yeah. the name of the song. <laughs> the only Miley Cyrus songs I've listened to is probably Wrecking Ball and Flowers, dude. That's it. Flowers? Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, it, she's, she's back. She's back at it now. She's, she's going she's, strong. Yeah, she's going strong again. Uh, I haven't really, I don't, I don't really listen to Miley Cyrus, but the only Miley Cyrus song I listened to before Flowers was Wrecking Ball, and then I didn't hear anything about her. Also, Megan Trainer, uh, you know, all about yeah. that base, about that that base. No, yeah. yeah, that was <laughs> so. Um, that was an artist that that I actually grew up listening to, uh, because of that song, and pretty much didn't know about her until like a few like months ago that she's like blowing up on TikTok now. Really? Yeah, she's making these new songs and like she's actually really like liking like uh she has a lot of enga engagement on TikTok. I feel uh, yeah, I can see how her songs can definitely have a lot of engagement on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's obviously sure. gonna be like a, a trend behind her sound. Yeah, there's also a new song she just drops like I ain't your mom. You listen to, or I I or I am your mother. You listen. I don't even know. It's it's such a like weird and corny chorus, but it, it blew up on TikTok. So is I that mean, the key to it? Huh? Is that the key to blowing up on TikTok? I don't know. I haven't cracked the algorithm yet. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing terrible on TikTok. I wanna, I definitely wanna advance in that. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm, I definitely need to progress on that. Yeah. Right now on Instagram, I can say I'm, I'm, I've definitely, I definitely see a little bit of progress. Not the progress I want to see right now. So that's definitely I want uh, something I want to advance in. But like TikTok, I'm just trying to crack the algorithm, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard. But it, it's hard. But at the same time, like what I've seen, like you didn't even ask Jordan. Yeah. It's, he he'll tell you, bro. It's really not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Because really? I, but it maybe it's because like he's gotten so so used to it or so um, I guess uh, like he knows how it works a little bit more. He's done yeah. it for a while. Yeah, Jordan has been definitely doing TikTok for a while. I enjoy his TikToks. I watch. I was watching it on the way here. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> always support. Yeah. Always yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a supporter, man. And uh, his content is going up a lot differently yeah. now. It's like he's really stepping it up. He when I met when I met him over the phone with uh, Makai. Makai presented me to him. Uh, Makai's a fashion model, by the way. I I uh, he presented me to him. He had like 13k on Instagram. And like right now, he just passed like 18k or something in like in less than like what a month. That's insane. It's, I know yeah, it's it insane just... for Instagram. It's definitely insane. Like, yeah, I mean they always say you're one video away from changing your life. That's true. <laughs> you know, so it's just about always making those videos, and then you know one of them is just gonna. You know, yeah, you know, I've heard that before, and I get that's why I get anxious every time before I post. Like I was like, is this gonna be the video? Is this like, is it not like? You know, it's also about checking out your, like, analytics. Um, but, yeah, I mean, TikTok is weird, you know, because there's people who blow up for, like, stupid content. But there's also, and there's also people, but they blow up for it. And then there's people who, like, work, like, really hard on their content and gets, like, 20 views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, it, it's really weird, you know, how TikTok kind of has, like, their algorithm and whatnot. But, but I, mean, I mean, then you see that now with, like, society. Like, they just, they just want to be distracted, and yeah and just enjoy whatever happens in front of them they just want to feel good yeah 100 percent um like for example I, I for example i recently just did a collaboration on uh on ig it was like a collab post promoting my new song mm -hmm. and 
She is an influencer on TikTok. She has the matcha uh, one. Yeah, uh-huh. she has uh, two point seven million on TikTok, and she got famous because she made a mini vlog of how many matchas she drank in a day. How many did she drink? Do you remember? Like six or five. Yeah, damn. She made a quesadilla. Like she was like, "Con las tres de la mañana y me hizo un matcha con una quesadilla." And so, um, they got like over twenty million views, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. who love matcha right now. Yeah. So it was like. If she can blow up on that, like, like I was just thinking about, like, what? <laughs> so, with the collaboration I did with her, uh, I tried to include not only, like, her brand, Matcha, I guess, but I also tried to, like, or my song, I also tried to include her brand, you know? So, yeah, like, yeah. So, it's not just one-sided collaboration. Yeah. It's doing pretty good right now. We have, yeah. we're about to hit 50K. No, I can uh, definitely on, see on how here. it's doing good. Like, yeah. it was a good video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a fun shooting. It was on a cafe. It was in a cafe. And TJ uh-huh. and I had my videographer and we pretty much just like uh, I pretty much just like said the idea I guess and we kind of just like saw like the production and how we were gonna do it and then we got the idea and then boom we just executed it you know yeah planning it out and then just taking that action behind the plan yeah uh speaking on a topic of planning like there's also something with mentality that like you cannot take so long planning yeah um i feel like if people just like say like oh i just still have to plan it out or or i'm taking like you know it's poco a poco or or whatnot like you haven't obtained that luxury to take all that time to execute yeah 100 percent um yeah to get planning is definitely key but but planning has to also look like you actually being productive for like let's say three hours and actually playing something Instead of saying you're going to plan something and not do- doing anything in a week, you know? Mm-hmm. That's and then also you do f- a little bit the next day and a little bit the next day and yeah. a little bit the next day. And you take too long. And at the at one point, you're going to get to the point where you're like, uh, I don't I even want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. That's also a form of procrastination. Yeah. So that's something I also try to like, I guess, get out or get rid of. So when I plan, I try to do it. Okay. I plan this. Boom, 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 boom. And this is how I'm going to execute it straight into it no matter how let's go yeah exactly and that's the only way things are gonna get done you know yeah how you said setting your goals and then just shooting straight toward it like if you have no goal no plan right you have no idea what you're gonna be shooting for you know it's like how they say like if you aim for the moon you're gonna aim in the stars type of thing Uh it's like but you know where you're gonna try to land yeah you know what i mean so even if you don't get there you got like at least close to where you wanted to be you know percent and I feel like you find the motivation once you start working. Yeah, you definitely find the motivation once you start working, you know. Uh, but it's, def- it's definitely like a mental battle. Like, let's say, mm-hmm. for, I'm going to give you an example, like the gym. Yeah, there's people, that's a perfect example. <laughs> that's a, yeah. People, like, work straight for a year and, like, say, when they, they don't see no results, but they're just, like, a month away from getting that, like, dream body, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. like, um, I guess it's just working hard what like for yourself or not as much for like the results like it's obviously results are important definitely important like i guess the goal here for me is like trying to make like i'm i want to make a living out of music mm-hmm. um that's definitely the goal one of my goals at least um like right now i'm doing music i'm obviously not living off it i have a job but like i'm definitely like the things i'm doing for music is definitely for me and i'm having fun doing it and it's something i love to do so uh I think it's just that like mental battle of I'm going to get there someday. I just got to keep working and just keep going no matter 
how tough it is. It's just that mental battle. I just lost my train of thought. It's just that mental battle of like just going no matter if you see like results or not, but like knowing the results are going to be there, you know? Uh, you have to, so you kind of have to trust in yourself that you're doing it for a reason, even if you're not seeing the results. Yeah, at least not yet. Like you have to like, you have to have faith that the results are going to yeah. come. You definitely have to like, you can't lose faith. Keep faith and just know that the results are going to come. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the same thing. Being Be confident in yourself and know that what you're doing is going to be well worth it in the future, even if you're not seeing those results now. 100%. I get through that all the time, too. I can I can definitely see that. I think a lot of people our age um, go to that same struggle all the sure. damn time. Yeah, 100%. How old are you? I'm 21. You're 21? Yeah. Yeah, legal in the U.S. <laughs> yes, sir. But still, I don't... I don't drink either. You don't and drink I used either? to smoke weed, but I haven't smoked weed in like three weeks for that same reason. I'm like, nah, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And this right here is taking time away from it. So I'm yeah. like, uh, nothing wrong with weed, in my opinion, like going uh-huh. towards it. It's just if you do it all the time on a daily basis, all day long. Yeah, it's like a, you start, it, take a toll, it takes a toll on you. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does take a toll on you. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean... When it comes to like, let's say weed and alcohol, I definitely prefer weed to be like <laughs> legal yeah. inst- or legal instead of alcohol. I, like I've seen how people like react to weed; it's like more calm and chill. And then alcohol, people can actually get violent. So, yeah, like uh, I, there's Snoop Dogg says it. He's like, if you put five people who really don't like each other in a room and you just give them all alcohol, one of those motherfuckers is gonna end up fighting each other. <laughs> but if you give them all some weed, if you put them all in the same room and give them some weed, everyone's chilling. That's facts. Honestly. facts, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, even though I'm not in that, like, aspect of, like, smoking weed or drinking alcohol, I know. Like, I, I know how it, like, affects people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say, like, so, okay. I understand that, you know. There's, so, people are probably going to say that I, okay, like, like, how, how, like, people are probably asking, like, how do you know about alcohol and weed? <sighs> Got <laughs> How do you know about alcohol and weed if you haven't done it before? Okay, look. I've been drunk <laughs> three times in my life. That is eight. My life. Of the 18 years of my life. That's eight. And now I plan on getting another more. another one in here. There is? Oh, yeah. It's right over there. You got it? I don't oh, know. It's over here now. <laughs> okay. okay. I've been drunk three times in my life, okay? First time I tried doing it, just to understand it. Second time, my birthday, because everyone wanted me to get drunk. Yeah, you celebrate by getting really, really I, drunk yeah. on your birthday, I guess. And the effect didn't even hit me. It, it just, it didn't even hit me, yo. I was dancing. I, I, lo sudé todo. I, yeah. I didn't even feel the effect, even though I drank. Third time, I didn't want to drink. And I don't want to expose my mom right now, but she kind of made me drink. <laughs> yeah, de ahí valió madres. Yeah. So, <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, that those are the only times, and after that, I just I, I don't plan on drinking. I don't like I don't like drinking, dude. I, you know, I it's, actually, it's actually been talked about that they've thought that banning alcohol, really, um, yeah, like that's that's been a topic that's been arising a lot more often about just taking away alcohol from people because it has no benefit, but people just I guess do it just for the distraction. I mean, even the whole sense, like think about it. Again, changing the words, right? Or listening to what yeah. you say. I want to get fucked up. In what world would you want to get fucked up? <laughs> you know, like when you really start thinking about the words. Yeah. You, I want to get high. Like you want to get elevated? 
Like that's <laughs> maybe what weed makes you feel, or I guess a drug makes you feel. But like getting fucked up, <laughs> holy crap! I don't want to get fucked up. I want to enjoy. Like it, I, I don't like drinking. I don't think I'll like. I, I really yeah. do try to stay away from alcohol. We're as not much dissing as I can. anyone who drinks alcohol, yeah. by the way. You like, do drink you, responsibly, but <laughs> but yeah, drink responsibly exactly. and be aware that smoke of what weed you, responsibly if you smoke too. weed. Yeah, or don't smoke weed at all. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Stay away from drugs. Listen, don't do drugs. If you're already doing drugs, drink water. <laughs> drink water is so good. Water is amazing, bro. Water is amazing. <laughs> like once you start like really drinking water, your body just asks, "Hey, dude, you know what would sound good right now? Water." Hundred <laughs> percent. No, dude. No, nah, dude. No, nah, I mean, getting water to your system is definitely important. But now, nah, like, I mean. What was I saying before this? Uh, it's just about knowing what you're intaking and really doing your research about what it is that you're intaking. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even have to be in the form of alcohol or drugs. Like, we can even just go and simplify it down to, like, junk food. Yeah. Know, should you really be eating junk food all the time? 100%. I mean, yeah. You, Not like, I've been on the road, and, like, <laughs> sometimes oh, junk like food that. is, like, something, like, like last-minute option. It's definitely something I want to avoid. So, But I do eat at home as much as I can. Um yeah, like I recently, I just had a taco. I just had a taco, buddy. It was, mm-hmm. it was nice, but um, it's just it's definitely something I try to like consume less of. Mm-hmm. Um, not because there's anything bad about it, except for like the things it does to your body. But <laughs> so there is something bad about it, but we just try to avoid it because we're fucking hungry and we want to yeah. eat. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's what it is. It's something super easy to just go and grab, drive through. Grab the food. You're good to go. You're good to go to get on with your day. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's something in your stomach and you feel, I guess, fulfilled, you know? But um, I don't know. It's a a big sacrifice trying to get rid of junk food completely from your... I'm not saying that you have to get rid of it completely, but like moderate it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have like a a balanced uh, routine with it, I guess. I think that goes with everything. 100%. Yeah. Finding balance is just key to everything uh you know that's been brought up so many times i think almost every single episode so really? <laughs> yeah like just the whole topic of balance has been brought up and it, so i'm like starting to think i'm like in our age you know you're 18 i've talked to people i think the oldest person that i talked to was like 26 but what everyone's just been focused on finding some sort of balance yeah so i guess that's what life is it's just about finding balance Finding balance in whatever it is, your your work, your personal life, anything. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely, that's a good, I think it's definitely a good goal to have. You know, once you found balance, you get a routine, productive, boom, you advance, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that routine is having like many things, maybe starting a business or music career or podcast, you know, like just like finding time for, there's time for everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's something you've told me in these past conversations we've had, or at least like planning this out Mm -hmm. that you said that I really like is that there's 24 hours in a day. Could you, could you expand on that? Cause listen, yes, we need our rest, but I feel like we limit ourselves because we're like, Oh, it's already nighttime. We can't work anymore. It's like, that's cat. You know, we can work anytime. You just have to be really willing to get the job done. Listen, there's yeah. a duty that needs to be done. Yeah. All right. You kind of find like that nighttime, like for at least, at least in this example, you kind of find like nighttime as an excuse to not do it. Yeah. Limitation. You already limit yourself by saying like you have no time. 
you haven't even like taken the time to go and work yet you're already like, doubting yourself because you have no time at all yeah for sure yeah. i say that to a lot of my friends yeah yeah <laughs> it's like that. hey there's 24 hours in a day man we can get something done yeah 100 percent. i mean yeah that's something i really like that you said like um reason i'm asking you to expand on is to like i guess get like confirm my like understanding of it because I, I i know like when you said it i was like i know what you meant by it and i'm really glad you also have that mentality because like you know? if you think about it Man, there's some people that stay on their phone watching and scrolling till like two or three o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. You know, if you can take the time and stay up that late, just scrolling waste. and staying in bed, you could definitely take the time to like do a song in like three hours at and after after twelve. You know, if you're going out to the club and you're coming home at two or three in the morning, I'm pretty sure Dude, you that's can stay facts. in work. You know what I mean? And <gasps> actually work on something meaningful. That's facts, dude. No, like, because, like, recently, like, yeah, dude, that's facts. Like, we can like, play video games until the sun comes <laughs> out. I'm pretty sure we can get something more meaningful done, more productive dude, done. Dude, yes. Yes, you know what I'm saying? dude, yes. That's, that's, you're 100% correct, dude. Uh, that's also something I've changed. I used to stay up at, like, I'm actually a victim of that. I used to stay at 3 a.m. either in the street getting food or, like, you know, uh, going out to a party or like just staying in my bed on my phone. Now I stay up till 12 a.m. sleep at one, but because of work or stay up till three because of a studio time, you know, I changed that. And I'm so that's something if I had to be proud of something, that's something I'm definitely proud of, of myself, at least, you know, like I try to be as less selfish, selfish as I can. But I feel like if you don't acknowledge yourself sometimes. Yeah. You just end up like being hard on yourself, dude. And that's something really unhealthy. And then you too. don't enjoy anything that you do. Exactly. Like I think uh I read Russ's book, Russ the uh, the rapper, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has some I, wise words sometimes. Yeah, uh he he released a book called It's All in Your Head. I read all of it in like two days or less. It was amazing. I loved uh-huh. it. I fell in like, love even with it. That, you don't have the time to read fifteen minutes. Cap. Cap That's Cap because you read probably like a book worth of knowledge on your phone every day yeah just whether it's captions whether it's uh comments yeah you read a lot every day what if you change that reading like negative comments into like book reading you know into something that's actually like benefiting you and like whether it's knowledge or like something mm -hmm. you want to do you know yeah you get to choose what you're going to read not just what they fucking throw at you exactly it's like when we were in school you know they give you something that you have to read and you're like uh yeah but now you get to choose what you want to read yeah, so, yeah, I chose to read Russ. Russ's book, It's All in Your Head. It has three important topics that it's mainly focuses focuses on. And one of the things that it was, was gratitude. Yeah. Something Very that important. I didn't do before I read that book is appreciate the things I've done and what I have. And, mm-hmm. like, like, I did, right? I did. But I actually didn't. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess um, so like like you would say like yeah i'm so grateful for the things i have right but like you wouldn't take the time to actually look at like wow what do i have and what have i done with what i have you know i think it's until like you see or like i think it's until you see or what you like or you really like notice what you've done with what you have and actually appreciate it for what it is is when God starts to give you more. 
Yeah, and that's when that's when this, the feeling of God really starts to present himself a lot more. A hundred percent. Like I've, I've so I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but I don't know. But there was this one time where I was really going through it. You know, I mm-hmm. was like, "Ah, oh, man, I'm gonna have to move out. We're gonna have to move out of this house soon. Everything that I've been working on is gonna be taken away." And I was sitting right there, like this light was on, and I was looking like, "This is all I have." Like everything else, like mm-hmm. this right here, this set is all the, the materialistic things that I, <laughs> I think I got it, but I don't say that's what I have, you know? Yeah. So I was like, man, like in a way I was being ungrateful by just thinking so small of everything that I had. Yeah. But then I'm like, uh, I get what you're telling me. I get what you mean because it's weird. It feels sometimes like a like a voice in your head. Yeah, it's just like see this is how I would word it, and I think like let's say you have a table of food, right? Mm-hmm. How do you expect to get more food if you're not already grateful with the food you have? You know, mm-hmm. like how do I expect to get like twenty thousand followers if I'm not even grateful for my seventeen thousand followers, you know? Yeah. That that's like I guess that's a way you, you, you put it, you know? You just have to be grateful that's a for a great it. way to put it. Yeah. It's just how 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 do you wanna be how do you wanna have like a global fan base if you're not even good with like your local fan base, you know? Yeah. Like you have to like it's it's kinda like how do you wanna run a business business if you can't even make your bed in the morning you know yeah. so like how do you want to take care of others if you can barely take care of yourself exactly so i think i didn't realize gratitude until i read this book i didn't realize gratitude was such a like important important thing until you actually start like seeing gratitude and then you get more and then you're grateful about that and you just keep getting more you know yeah and it's just that's when I realized it was so important, you know. Um, you started being grateful for even the smallest things that you have. Yes. You know? Yes, especially. Uh, not only materialistic things, but, like, even moments like these, you know, where you're yeah. just like, wow, I have the blessing to be on a podcast and just speak about my thoughts, you know? There's people on the street right now worrying about their next meal. I mean, just so, waking up. I've, I've thought about that is, a lot. Yeah. I'm able to wake up in my bed, in my sheets, with the sun shining through my window and wake up and look in the mirror and look at myself and say, like, nice. Like, here yeah. we go. Yeah, like. Another dude, day to really do what I want to do. That's a great way to start your day, dude. Like, like just the sun shining through your window, you waking up in a bed and just in a stable room. Just Like, little do I know, I could be in the street waking up with no blanket at all. Maybe not even a shirt. Maybe drugged out of my mind with so many things that are. Just out of my control at this point. I mean, point, we see it know? on a daily... Like, people see it on a daily basis. So, it's definitely possible. Like, the... So, I think, like, something as little as that is something definitely people are taking for granted, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's why I just try to appreciate everything and just not complain, dude. Just, like... Yeah. I don't complain in my best situations or in my worst situations because I know it could always be worse. I know that I still complain every once in a while, but I know that I complain for like two seconds. Like it, it's very, it's shortened down Me so, too. Like, so much. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, 100% like, you're going to complain. Like you're going to be like, oh, why does this happen? Like, you know, it's but like, like, oh my God, dude, why? You know? Yeah, yeah. But like later you're probably going to realize that it was for the better mm-hmm. or you're going to realize like, okay, 
It could be worse, but let's just get it. Like, no, there's still something that we need to do. Yeah, you know, I can, I know that this sucks, but let's get to it. Let's it is there's it, still a know? job that we need to do. Yeah. Um, I've also just put kind of my my life, I guess, in just God's hands. Like, you know, God is someone who guides you, and you're the one who moves. Mm-hmm. So how how fast or how slow you move god is just going to guide you whether that's putting obstacles because that's not the right path or maybe it's going to learn into turn into something better you know mm-hmm. and that's also something we talked about in like the the first time we met when we were filming like i, I don't know if we like mentioned that like where uh like there's always there's i don't think we did but there's my point is mm-hmm. let's say you have like let's say a music video planned and like things just don't go as planned or like there's obstacles that like they're, they're just getting your way and you have to find these other solutions these solutions end up being better than what you originally have planned so it's kind of like a, it, it was supposed to be a, a problem exactly i was running like 30 minutes late to my class once here in la before i dropped out <laughs> um and uh you know, I was like, damn, I'm always stressing about being late. Like, God damn, I like traffic. I hate this. Um, <laughs> then I got there and they barely opened the class like five minutes ago. I was like, okay, I'm right on time. <laughs> so it was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess it wasn't bad that I was late. You know, why was I stressing? I was just 30 minutes stressing about nothing, you know? It's and like, it's like, um, once you start um, <clears throat> getting into that mindset of how am I going to learn from this bad situation? Like, that's the first thing that I get to. Like, what is God teaching me because of this bad situation? For example, my car, right? I was about to drive to my girlfriend's house. And uh, there was, like, some weird thing with the way it felt. It felt kind of shaky. I was like, fuck. Your car? My car. Yeah. I was like, fuck, my car's messed up. And, yeah, we looked at it, and it is messed up in a small spot. So I had to replace all the parts for it. I don't have the money to replace the parts right now, you know? So I'm like... I know, I know what you, this sucks, but I know what you're doing. It's kind of like me having a conversation with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're doing. I said, I said that, you know, grant me the wisdom, grant me the love, grant me the compassion. There's one serenity thing that I heard, and it was like, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Uh, grant me the courage to change the things that I can, and grant me the wisdom to know the difference, you know? Yes. It's what I asked for, you know? So before that, I had said that this August, I'm going to be focused as much as I can to being as productive as I can for this podcast. And I'll be working and make this month really, really count. Dude, editing, just thinking about editing podcasts alone, just like, is like, wow. It's a lot. It is a lot, you know? So I, but I knew that I was going to be up for that challenge. I knew that I had to get done, you know? So when I saw my car that it was like you know not gonna be working i'm like ah i I said it i said that i was gonna be here and you just told me hey fool where are you going i thought we just started august and you said that that you were gonna be here working at home this entire time and yet to get a seat no 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 no. you're not going anywhere you have to stay here and yet to keep working diligently you know the whole problem with the car it'll get fixed but you said that you want to be here. Focus on that. You know, so that's how I interpreted what was going on from this bad situation. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So it kind of gives you motivation of like, or even a focus, just a, a grounding yeah. of like what you need to do. 100%. Um, yeah, so like, like, I mean, 
I understand not everyone's religious, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like slowly and slowly, we need to kind of start bringing that back. Maybe not a certain religion, yeah. but just believing in a higher power. In higher power. I was going to say God, but I feel like that could tie into like a certain religion. Yeah. But in my sense, just because I, I don't know what religion I am. I don't know if I'm Christian or Catholic or yeah. Muslim. I wouldn't call myself religious at all, to be honest. But there's one thing. I will believe in God. You know what I mean? That there's something out there looking out for me that I have to also, people call it the universe, you know, Mm -hmm. that I have to be grateful for, you know? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I mean. Faith. I I just think, I just think it's kind of, sorry the word, but I think it's kind of stupid how people think God isn't real when our, if our earth I don't know if it was feet or inches, but if it was five, I'm going to say inches. If, if it was five inches placed closer to the sun, the earth would burn. Like and if it was five inches farther from the sun, sun it would freeze. Yeah. It was placed perfectly. Everything was made so perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. But we so, took advantage of it by stop believing that things were perfect. Exactly. It was made so perfectly for humans to actually be able to live on earth. Mm-hmm. So... When you think about that, how do you even question if there's a God or not? Or like yeah. a creator, at least, you know? So I just... We're creators of our own world. God kind of... Like, I take it like this, too. God made us... God was the first creator. Yeah. Right? We can we can just stay on this little thing. Uh-huh. Uh, God is the first creator, and he created us, you know? 100%. When we're made here to create these beautiful things. I mean, everything. Our life... Um, the way we think, we create text messages, we create this table, we create a conversation, you know, so many different things that we create yeah. on a daily basis. We expand on them. Huh? We just expand. We just expand. We just elevate. We just advance. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You just keep moving forward with with creating because w- when you stop creating, when you stop doing, like I can see how fast you can fall into that state of depression. You know? You don't create your bed and do it in the morning. Yeah. You don't create breakfast. Uh-huh. You don't create a plan. You don't create a goal to set. You don't you know? even like, I feel like even illusion or like, just like dreaming is also a way to like get what do you out of depression. Huh? What do you think about dreams? Like when you sleep at night and you dream? Yeah. What do you think they mean? Do you think they have a meaning? <sighs> it's weird. I feel like. I don't know. There's definitely some dreams that I've had. It's like, wow, what does that mean? Why they have this dream, you know? Mm-hmm. There's, there's certain dreams I remember. I recently had one where I was in my house where my grandma was living uh, in Sonora. And I was just there sitting down. And then two people came in. And then I guess they wanted the robber. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get out of the house. And they were like, no, we're staying. And then he pulled out a knife and then I went inside and I grabbed two guns <laughs> and then I went outside. And I was like, oh, you're staying. <laughs> and then they started walking out slowly. And then as soon as they were about to get out, uh, my cousin walks in my room and then she 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 woke me up. But <laughs> it's all they always stop. They, their dream always ends when it's about to get super interesting. I know dude, it's something that always happens. What the heck? You always wake up. You're like. Wait, I was having this amazing dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like the, that dream specifically, like eh, it was, eh. but like I got wake woke up when I was about to get interesting. You know, as soon as they were about to get out the door, too, is when my cousin woke me up. 
Yeah. It's really it's so, weird. So, like, when you start having dreams like that or, like, any dream, really, like, that has, like, some sort of interest to it, I guess I do ask myself, like, what do these dreams even mean? What are even dreams? Because when I was smoking weed, I wasn't dreaming at all. Like, I would just go to sleep and wake up, but I don't think I was dreaming. And since I've stopped, bro, I'm actually remembering dreams now or actually think that I'm dreaming again. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, so yeah. weird. I've also had like these dreams where like, oh my God, there was one dream I had where like I was flying. Like I, I thought I was super, I think I was Superman in the dream. Mm-hmm. And I was like flying everywhere. And then there was like this task where I have to go save the city. And I was traveling and there's also, and like I was traveling and then, and then as soon as I was about to get to the city and like, get to the interesting part i wake up i was like dang i was like i was having fun you know but like and then there, there was this other dream whoa whoa bro what the fuck okay you were about to say your next dream i'll, I'll come back to it but i no, just no, no, go ahead because i can't even remember the next dream <laughs> dude i had this dream that i it was just like a i was honestly as cheesy as it sounds yeah. i was dreaming of being with my girlfriend all right. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go see her. I'm about to go, you know, oh, yeah. hang out with her. Yeah. And it was kind of like a little tease of like, but not like not like that, but like yeah. a little tease of like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Uh-huh. Like in a way, it made me blush. Uh-huh. Just the thought of being with her. I'm like, yeah. here we go. Like, this yeah. is about to be amazing. Yeah. That same day was when my car was not working afterwards. You know, I dreamt that and then my it car happened. didn't work. That's so weird. I didn't tie it together, but yeah, it was very interesting that we were planning on going out or something. And you dreamed about it. It didn't happen. Then boom, real life it didn't happen. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Do you so, think there's a oh, way to control your dreams? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I've heard of lucid dreaming. Have you ever heard about that? It's like when you dream like and it feels so real. Yeah. Or, but or, you acknowledge that you're dreaming. So it's like you're aware that you're dreaming while you're in your dream. Oh, yeah. I've a lucid dream before. Yeah. <laughs> I think that gun one was definitely a lucid dream. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but what was I going to say? There's also those dreams where I, like, get really stressed out. Have you, had a, oh. have you ever had a dream where you're like, have you ever had a dream where you're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 have you ever had a dream where, like, <laughs> sorry. Dad, oh, where? Because when, when you, you. Have you ever, yeah, when you, <laughs> I can't say that seriously. Have you ever had a, where pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> you, so for me, like I was in an elementary school and like you, the time to get out of the elementary school was 3.30 <laughs> and then, uh, so pretty much, let's say you have like this cubby, right? I had uh-huh. a cubby and you have like all your stuff in it. And so it was 3.30, I had my things ready to go. Oh, I forgot something in my cubby. I go back. Okay, now I'm ready to go. God, I forgot this other thing. And then you just keep going back and forth. And it's really stressful because you never get out of there. And it's like, I want to get home already. I had that dream before and I hated it. Dude. You know it what it is? Because there is a term to that. What? When you're in a loop. Yeah, it's a loop. And I hate that. What is the meaning of it? Because I've had it before. It was a, lo- it was a long time I don't time know ago. what it means, but it's a very interesting topic. Like, you're just stuck in the same thing. You're trying yeah. to get to something you just can't because you're just. Choo, 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 choo. I don't know what it means. Does that have something to do with like your real life? That you're stuck in a loop? Uh huh. 
that you no matter how hard you try you're just in the same place i guess is that i mean i don't know it's just that it's really weird because i've had that dream before and i hated it i hated it it was like that's and definitely the worst dream and then feeling it in real life is also even worse i hate it dude yeah like, you just told me you you hate the feeling of being complacent yes yes <laughs> It's like, crazy. It's like I'm learning about myself, like just by someone, like just talking about it. Like, oh, that's crazy how like different like things like you can like uh, how you can learn about yourself, how you can learn about yourself while talking about like yourself. I guess, but like, yeah, I guess I hate that feeling about me being complacent, and then I've had that dream of a loop before, and I hate it. I like wake up like I wake up stressed and in a bad mood, dude. Mornings, sorry, mornings can either be like amazing or really bad for me. Like, yeah, I could wake up and just like, like, I'd have to either like do something that's unstressing or like shower to like get on with my day. The showering is one of the big ones for me. Yeah, I, like to be able to get on with my day, I'd have to shower or just like at least feel productive or at least feel clean, dude. If I don't feel clean, I'm gonna be uncomfortable the whole the whole day, dude. One thing that I was doing for quite a while, and I want to keep doing it. I I don't really go on the walk, but I do get sunlight like right when I wake up, right? Uh-huh. Um, so once you wake up, you put on your shoes and you just go on a walk. Or not even put on your shoes, but just go out just and get some walk. sunlight yeah. in your eyes. Uh-huh. You know, that right there sets your day up. Really? For real, like it's neuroscientist information you know <laughs> yeah. it was it was um do you know who i think i mentioned in the last podcast do you know who andrew huberman is i've heard of him i, I mean i've had like i've had like history class in biology so like i don't know if it has anything to do with, i mean it probably does have to do it something with biology since your body but I, I, i've definitely heard that name before yeah andrew huberman he's he's a neuroscientist at stanford he has his podcast and everything where he just shares information of what he's been learning about neuroscience. And he yeah. talks about sleep. He talks about sunlight. He talks about caffeine and how the optimal morning routine to have your the rest of your day started and yeah. then end on a good way. So, yeah, where you're ready for the next day. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I want to feel good for the rest of the day. I <laughs> yeah. go to sleep well and I want to wake up well. So I listened and I was doing it for quite a while. Can I, and let me tell you, dude, it's so insane. Like how how much energy is just in your in your body throughout the entire yeah. day <laughs> yeah dude people have more energy and they're actually stronger than what you may think like your body is much stronger than than what you think like it definitely it depends on your mentality right so let's say you're in the gym you have like these reps and you only your your mind saying you can only do 12 but then you push your body and just push yourself and boom you end up doing 20 um that's happened to me before it's just it, like I, I end up realizing that i'm much stronger than i actually think i am and i think that's just the mental barrier that people just, may have yeah i think it's about putting yourself in that situation mentally uh, maybe because sometimes you are put in that situation like literally where something happens mm-hmm. and you have to do it but if you try to put yourself in that in that position mentally all the time I feel like you can get, like, so much done. Some things that you've thought that you've never been able to do. 100%. No, yeah. Uh, it's just the mental barrier, dude. Like, you can really push yourself to do, like, crazy things. And the satisfaction after you do these things is incredible. Yeah. Like, honestly, working eight hours for me, like, it's not my, it's not the, I enjoy my job. I love my job. I love my managers. I love my. Uh, what do you work at? I work at Raising Gains. Oh yeah, yeah. Raising kids, chicken fingers, really. That chicken. sounds bomb. It, you haven't tried it? No, it sounds bomb right now. Oh, right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have brought some, dude. 
but not yeah i work at raising canes but uh i work eight hours um like the first five hours is like okay like it feels great then the last three hours is like oh, i want to get out of here already you know but i also have to push myself to just keep going past time get it done you know and then after the eight hours like oh i worked hard today you know the satisfaction feels great um and that kind of goes for everything whether it's like making a song or like you know sitting down like doing a podcast like but also what you do shouldn't have to feel like that like that you know like work yeah like a drain yeah like um for example making, making music for me i would say maybe the process of like recording and like mixing and mastering is kind of like boring in a way like it's not boring i have fun with it but the most satisfying thing is hearing the final product uh <laughs> i've been doing that bro but i'm getting better at catching them now yeah these freaking mosquitoes are crazy but like even how we were talking about the 24 hours in the day right yeah like yeah you're staying up a little bit later to get the job done but if you didn't if you didn't wake up or stay up that time you know mm-hmm. put in that work you would have gone to sleep and not feel like you did something meaningful or fulfillment have that sense of fulfillment yeah 100 instead you stay up those few extra hours yeah you're tired but you're getting the job done you get it done you go to sleep finally and you go to bed and you're like yeah yeah i, I, I did it yeah I, um accomplishment exactly um so that's like yeah that goes back to the topic like i was saying like i definitely want to feel like i've done something productive like whether it's throughout my definitely throughout my day at least something every day something productive and you know i like i kind of analyze my day in a way like okay what did i do today what did i accomplish what could have i accomplished but i procrastinated you know it's like i think about that just like I could be doing so much more than what I'm actually doing. It's just like, I don't know. That's something that also annoys me about myself. Like I could either be recording, but sometimes I just fit it, sit it, fit it, sit up. Jesus. I sit <laughs> on my phone and just watch content instead of like recording a song that I need to record. It's like, wow, like that dissatisfaction just hits me, you know? So that's why I, I feel like that's also something that really hits me, you know, that, that, I need to be able to get something done and also be productive and I need to do this and I want to execute it, you know? So mm-hmm. I just, I just think you, you, I just, that's something I, I, I definitely want to feel at the end of the day. Yeah. That sense of accomplishment that you did it and that work that you put in is worth it. Exactly. Also something I, Oh, that's what I was trying to say. So like be at least 1% better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Be at least 1% better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Yourself. That's been uh, said on this podcast before. Yeah? Yeah. One, that's you spent uh, like how many, how many episodes? Uh, it was 65 or something, probably. 65 episodes of podcast. Oh, how many episodes I've done? Yeah. Oh, you would be episode 73. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 73? Wait, so you have... How I many do you have that, uploaded? Uploaded right now, I think... I think right now so we're at episode 67. Oh, 67? Oh, so you have like... Wow, you have like a lot of back podcasts to edit. <laughs> yeah. I've been batching them up. I've been having a guest on literally every single day. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I had two... Th- I, you're the second one today. What about yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday I had one in the morning. The day before I had one at night. The day before I had one in the morning at 11. 
Um, but yeah, I've just been planning them all out. How long does it take you to edit these podcasts? It depends on how long the podcast is. If I'm, but hour and thirty. No. Oh, an hour and thirty. Yeah, like like how like let's say in a podcast is like you record for like an hour and thirty. Like how long would it take you to edit that? If I'm really really focused, maybe like two hours or something. Not bad. You know, but if I'm like uh, you know not all there mentally and i'm like oh my god i don't want to do this but i'm doing it or i slow down a little bit because there's times where i'm like editing i'm like yeah and you get that shit done like nothing yeah but usually two to three hours would you say is it also depends on the podcast and like what you talk about yeah it does yeah because like let's say you have like a like let's say not saying that any of your podcasts are boring, but let's say you had like a boring conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Or would something it, that's not as interesting to me. Uh huh. Would you probably like take a little bit longer editing that because it's like boring or like not as interesting? Yeah. Or maybe I wasn't happy with the way I was talking with myself. And so at the same time, I'm like, oh my God. I, How can I edit this to like make it feel like. Yeah. To edit, make me yeah. feel better. Uh-huh. But as of recently, honestly, the conversations that I've been having on this podcast have been really, really cool. I've been enjoying editing every single podcast, even if it yeah. takes forever. Uh-huh. Like, I'm excited to just go and work on this one afterwards, you know, or work on the last one or the one before that. Yeah. Because they've all been just pretty interesting to me now. That's crazy, dude. Like, dude, that, I don't, dude, that's crazy. Like, just imagine 73 podcasts. Each podcast takes about like two to four hours of editing. Sometimes more. Sometimes, Sometimes more, more. If I calculate that, bro. And then plus the clips that I have to do afterwards. Those, the it's the clips. The podcast editing is not really all that bad. The clips but take a clips. to find those clips too. Huh? Like to find those clips too is to find those clips is annoying, bro. So I've been trying to get into the do habit. You find of clipping. it as you edit though. I've been trying to. That's yeah. something I've been changing, but it's so hard because it takes the editing process of Out. everything. I feel like. What editing software do you use? I use DaVinci. Da I feel Vinci like Resolve. if you use a like if you probably cut a certain if you like or put like marks or like some way to mark it, I feel like maybe like maybe like highlight a clip, like cut it. Because there, there are it. markers that you can put down. Yeah, boom. Put a marker on where the, the a clip potential and like put an end marker where that clip ends. Or like as if, you, you're if you see on my desk, I have like a little notepad or really? or not notepad. Oh, that's where you edit, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. Little sticky notes. Yeah. Right. And I have the little time and then what that clip is, like the name of it. That's dope. That's also an awesome way. So like 73 times like four, that's 292 hours of pure editing mm-hmm. plus the clips. That's crazy. I can't do that. Dude. That I've done for free. You've done for free? Yeah, like, basically because I haven't gotten paid for it. You know, dude, that's freaking crazy. And then plus like the actual recording process. That's another sometimes two hours. You know, let's just cap it at that because sometimes it does exceed that. Sometimes it's below that, but it's around that two hours. Right. Yeah. You add that. And then plus the time. That was one thing that I noticed. The reasoning to why I wasn't enjoying the podcast back then is because I felt like I had nothing to talk about because I wasn't obtaining any sense of knowledge or information to talk uh-huh. about. But I've been just been questioning literally everything now everything yeah i feel dude like dang that's crazy so like how would you compare your first episode to like an episode you recently done like what would it like what would you what did your first episode look like and like now what do your episodes look like well the first one was with my two cousins in a studio that we transformed it it was a shed but we transformed it into the studio we painted the walls i was painting goku bro it was coming out Badass. That <laughs> was coming out fucking cool. Yeah. But 
we was just there in the studio and also it does depend on the guests that i'm having like they have to be willing to talk to me and try to like give me some something to talk about you know yeah. what i mean because i could be talking and sometimes it'll just be like if i'm talking to a wall like you're not really putting something else on the table i like to think about it like a reflection uh-huh. you know so there, there's i brought it up before there's a mirror right here and sometimes i'll be talking to you but at the same time it's like if i'm talking to me uh-huh. but then you'll be talking to me and it's like you're talking to yourself yeah you know but that's just i think that's just the way a conversation works yeah you know a, a proper conversation yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but it was that it was just learning how to have a conversation to um not really focusing on having things to talk about but just being genuinely curious and that's what i'm looking for. that's what i look forward to in these podcasts just i don't know i don't know what we're going to talk about but i'm going to question things i have questions in my mind that i've never yeah. even thought about a hundred percent you know and then like have you ever had a podcast where it's like it is hard to like get like things for the this other person to talk about? Mm-hmm. It, it it has, but I feel like I got in more comfortable with having a conversation, even if that person doesn't want to talk to me back. You know what I mean? Or if they want to be more reserved, or they feel a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just like challenging your mind or making you think sometimes. So. Even if you're not talking to me, it's like you're answering a question regardless. Yeah. And then I'll expand on that question. Yeah. Pausing. He's here. But oh, yeah. Do you want me to go get him? For sure. Let's go. Uh, I bet. We'll be right back in two seconds. All right. So I, knew, I know Jordan. He knows Jordan through me. Yeah, ah, exactly. I got you. Literally, like, the reason, like, the Jordan thing happened was because of him. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, like, it's crazy how everything just connects every once yeah. in a while, you Pretty know? Much. It works out so perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. I, already, yeah, oh, yeah, we're, 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 we're like... We're an hour and 23 minutes into the podcast. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. And we just like been nonstop talking. You know, it, it almost gets so easy to the point where we're not even like trying to podcast anymore. I yeah, think exactly. that's what it was. Yeah. So, so that's what I was trying to talk to you about. So like right now, at least I felt this conversation has been supernatural. Yeah. And like I, I also felt comfortable and, and also like, yeah, exactly. As, as had it's supposed to be. So like... That's why I was asking, like, have you had, like, any podcast where, like, the other person is, like, a little not talkative or, like... Yeah, You know, yeah, so... At first, like, back then, I could tell you it was definitely a struggle because they'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm j- I, I just yeah, gave so, you all this stuff, all this information, all yeah. these words, and all you have to say is, yeah. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> I think so, 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 like, yeah, so, like, what was I say? So... I forgot what I was going to say. Keep going. <laughs> so, I lost my train of thought completely, yeah. dude. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, we've been, yeah, we've been, yeah, we've been rolling for an hour and 24 minutes. An hour and 10. Yeah, we're still rolling. Exactly. So, <laughs> you're good, bro. We have a live audience now. This yeah, is the live audience. Yeah, this yeah, is the second sir. time we've had somebody in the back just like watching us talk. That is nice. Yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, 100%. No, so, yeah, I was saying, oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So, pretty much like when you ask a question, right? You give like, like, there's so much you can expand on a question, mm-hmm. but then there's people who are just like, yeah, bro, it's cool. Like, yeah. I think texting too has like been what made us dry, do that dry texters you dry know because are... it's so easy to just end the conversation with just a simple yeah or Haha, that's cool and that's yeah, it's it. like okay what do i say after that <laughs> and i feel like i've i've stopped enjoying texting all that much like i 
I only text with like very limited people or like if it's something it's because I'm gonna set up something else. A hundred percent. No, yeah. Um I I Okay, so I don't like texting, but if I had like a nice conversation, like I'll talk to you, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely more of a like an in person person or like on FaceTime person. Uh I don't I I don't like texting that much. I don't know if it's because the people I talk to are sometimes dry or it's like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I've definitely gotten like dry texts where just, just like, okay, cool. And I'm like, I mean, if you don't want to talk to me, just like tell me, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like those people usually are kind of like some people like that are actually kind of in, in real life too. There's also, there's also people who just don't like texting, but are way more social and like in person. Mm-hmm. Do you use emojis a lot? Sometimes. Yeah. I use yeah. emojis a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like you see my text messages, and you always see an emoji like laughing or just some random. Emo- I use the ninja one a lot, and the it's ninja just like one? for what? I don't know. I just feel like a ninja <laughs> at that time, you know. <laughs> but like I use my emojis a lot, but it's because I'm really expressing myself like that. I just don't know how to do it through the text, so I'm like trying to express myself as much as I can in just words without. But it, you know how like they say like you can't express sarcasm in just texting. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Hold on, this thing's about to fall. Jesus. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I just, well, if if I have a conversation, it just has to be about something, I guess, that interests me. But, like, usually my conversations now are just, like, pre either business conversations or maybe just normal conversations with, like, my, my, my friends right now. Um, but, like... I don't, I don't know. It's just uh, the emoji I use a lot is like the guy with the shades. I don't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I use the it cool emoji. The yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the shades. I don't know why. I just always, I've always liked that emoji. It's, it's a cool emoji. It. It's, a, it's a cool way to like. It's literally it's a, the cool emoji. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah. the cool emoji. So yeah, I, uh, that, I mean, I just use that one, but I always like have something like, I, I could keep a, I could keep up a conversation for sure. I mean, it's just like. These dry textures, man, I just can't with them. <laughs> I, I think people think that they don't have anything to talk about. There's nothing in their brain. So they yeah. just shut down and don't say anything else. So but sometimes yeah. you just got to say some random shit. Yeah, that also has to do with like what we were talking about earlier about mentality and like who you surround yourself mm-hmm. around with. Like, I, I like stopped texting with people who like, just our dry texters. And I think it also has to do with the reason that these dry texters are also people who are probably doing nothing with their life or not like just really doing just anything in general, you know? Yeah. Um, there's no adventure. No yeah, interest. There's no adventure, no interest. And like, it's just not productive as well. Um, I definitely think like the people you have around you, whether it's friends or family or I'll say it's crazy that I say family, but yeah, family is just like, I think. Yeah, we we sometimes we just don't acknowledge family sometimes because it's like, eh, it's just family. You have to accept them the way they are. But no, they're very impactful yeah, people to 100%. your personality. I think when you think about the people who like you have around you, they should be someone who benefits you, whether it's, um, I think, uh, like benefit you emotionally and it should also be also be mutual, you know. It mm-hmm. Should go both ways. Um, so I think the people that I have like around me right now is definitely people like I I'm gonna stick with. Uh, you know, whether it's on the topic of they're doing something with their life or not, or like, or whether like 
even if someone isn't doing something in their life like currently like if they br- like uh provide you with like i want to say happiness i guess mm-hmm. happiness or like some sort of like energy you know that you like and that is a positive energy like that's probably someone i'm going to talk to you know mm-hmm. um whether as if it's a probably a ner- negative person you know who just provides negative energy towards your life like that's something you definitely want to cut off so when it comes to people who like because could you imagine you. If there was somebody just constantly complaining every single time? You know what? That's something in my life right now. Uh, it's actually a family member that mm-hmm. I'm not gonna expose, but yeah, it's it's definitely something. Like I I I I can't imagine it. It's something that happens in my daily life, and that's something I have to kind of also deal with deal with, like considering how close this person is to me yeah. every day. Um, it's harder when it's family. Yeah, it it is definitely hard. It's something I have to like deal with, and also kind of have to be the bigger person when it comes to it as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, when it comes to family, like, uh, I guess maybe having an uncle or something like that—that's negative. Maybe that's something you can cut off. Mm-hmm. But if it's someone, it's something closer, whether it's a sibling, whether it's a parent, or whether it's like something just like a little bit closer to you. It is harder. And it's not even like trying to be mean to them, but just stepping away a little bit, you know? Yeah. And I feel like just stepping away sometimes, they, they kind of get the the gist of what why you're stepping away. Dude, family can become your enemies and friends can become your family. Oh, yeah. And then they'll try to like manipulate you into thinking that it's that, because... Oh, I'm family. Like... I love like, you. Yeah. And that, and how dare you? Dude, 100%. Dude, I said it before all the time. Yeah, dude. So... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on podcast yet or not. So uh, I pretty much grew, grew up with a single mother and my older brother. Well, sort of with my older brother. He took care of me when I was younger, but now he's like more focused on his work. But um, so pretty much I didn't have a father. Uh, like, I mean, it was it was hard because like so uh, having a single mother and this mother was working and then my brother's also working. I, I was pretty much just alone in the house, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, dads are important. Yeah, I mean, having yeah. a male role model, you know, having to look a male, up to. yeah, hundred percent. Uh, and then, I had, I did have a stepfather once when I was, uh, what's it called? When I was like 13, 12. and he was a great mo- role model. I, I, I loved, I, I love. We still talk to him. Like, I talked to him yesterday because we had to like, uh, give him some documents that stayed in the house or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's. I think him, his name is Paco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll mention him. Uh, it's fine, but like shout out Paco. Yeah, uh, he's definitely he was one of my male role models growing up. Definitely, mm-hmm. uh, apart from my older brother, and I think those are the two main role models. Definitely my brother, my brother being first because he's like he's been there my whole entire life, and then and then probably my that stepfather that I had at the time. Um, he was definitely someone who like at least gave me like a free trial of what it was to have a father. <laughs> that's a, way that's a little taste yeah um and that was what sorry that was something that i guess i would consider family and when it comes to my actual family yes other things like that it's really problematic dude. yeah and it's kind of sad the way i see it so before my grandma passed away she passed away in 2018, this month actually, in mm. uh, 30th, 30th of August in 2018. About to be five years since she passed away. Rest in peace. Um, so I was really close to her. But pretty much, I guess, 
before she passed away, the family was a little more united. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like a good backbone. She was the queen. Yeah, she was the back. She was the queen. Back. Yeah, she was. The I queen. love going back to those terms, kings and queens and kingdoms. Yeah, I remember once, like you know how I mentioned the spoken arts uh, program. I remember making a poem. I I called the king and queen. It was about my grandmother and my grandfather, and how they like. I guess I guess led our family to like where it is now, mm-hmm. but like or at least they're how they were role models. But so pretty much like my grandma, so like she was, I guess, yeah, the queen of our family and what like kept us together. Yeah. From the, she kept the kingdom from falling apart. Pretty much. And then when she passed away, there's more problems, yeah, more problems, more separation. Like nobody even talks to each other, dude. My all my family and I don't want I, I, it's not something I want to expose but it's also something that's my life you know yeah and like I, that's the thing we hold back a lot on conversations like that in the sake of someone's feelings but sometimes it's it's not even just to yeah. to rat somebody out or make somebody feel bad it's just that's how it went that's how it went and that's how it is and that's your story bro and I guess to have respect for them I'm not mentioning names I'm not mentioning who exactly you know so that's what I'm gonna do um because i definitely have some cool families hey if the shoe fits yeah you know don't don't know who it is because they're like oh man i'm that person yeah so i'm not gonna disrespect people and saying who exactly did what and what Mm -hmm. happened like that i'm not that type of person i don't like being that type of person also comes with my like last relationship i'm not gonna say anything about that who it is or anything about them either so but yeah pretty much like our family just like kept separating some more problems like dwelling with the past and that's just we don't even talk no more dude it's like it's crazy like if we were like a united family that just like talked and talked and talked and worked we'd be a big ass family (laughs) we'll go back to a super super simple quote it's it's not always greener on the other side it's green exactly where you water it exactly so that's what i'm saying like i definitely think some of my friends right now are i consider more family than actual blood family yeah as hurtful or as cruel as it may sound i definitely am sure of saying that yeah uh not really he, he's a weird one the other one if you see the other one she, you can do literally almost anything you want but him he's he's weird but he likes yeah. being pet come up here is he gonna come up? No. he's very affectionate <laughs> he just doesn't he just has his I'm little really boundaries 100 percent. he will yeah yeah go like go like that too that's cool. <laughs> Watch. He'll go over there right now. Oh my god, that's so cute. He'll smell you a little bit. He's gonna wonder who you are. My cat's over there playing with the with the live audience. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, bro. Yeah, back to the topic. Yeah, so yeah, like if um speaking about like blood, you know, like your friends just like your friends can you you could probably consider your friends or like maybe even pets, you know? You could probably consider him more family than actual like blood family, and it's, it's just crazy to think about. I feel like because they're family, they seem that they have the the right to hurt you at the same time. The right to hurt you and the right to like try to take control in a way. Yeah, and that's that's like it's actually really like some. It's algo muy feo. Yeah, it's no excuses in the fail. It's really really bad. It feels terrible, dude. And like, like I don't want to be mean to anybody. But you guys don't realize the amount of damage you're doing to me at the same time. Exactly. And the and the, the worst part is the excuse they use as family, you know? Like, yeah. 
It, right. That's the main, you know, that should be the main reasoning to why you shouldn't be doing these things. Because you're my family. Out of all the people in the world, you're the one that's hurting me. How crazy is that? How ironic is that? I know, right? It's just like, <sighs> yeah, it's something I've had to also deal with. My brother has, has had to deal with my mother. Yeah, and I'm with you. I understand you completely. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's, it's just crazy to think about, like, yeah, we have our family moments, and then there's also family moments where it actually feels fake. Yeah, and you and as time goes, you almost start learning when someone is being fake. 100%. Oh, yeah, that's also something I Calling also learned growing up. Probably, like, saying, like, or, like, reading people, you know? Reading how they are and, like, what, what their intentions are and whatnot. In a way. Hi! So this is the cat. <laughs> uh... But yeah, and I guess she just wants to hop on the podcast. I'll probably move him in a little bit. He's cool. Don't worry. He's he'll literally go like that. Really? He's very affectionate. Oh he just God. doesn't like being touched like on his back because he's kind of sensitive or something. And then he doesn't like getting picked up because of his weight. Hi. But he's very affectionate. Like that fool is a little mama's boy. I swear. He follows my mom everywhere. My mom, my sister everywhere around the house. We Dude, him. We, we had so him when he was this big. My like umbilical cord and everything still. Next right. to a pool, he was he was that baby, bottle fed. Look at that. He put his head on top of my head. He's like that, huh? Yeah. That's so cute. He's really cool. His name is Taz. Taz. I call him. Shout out. Anyway. <laughs> like, for example, like, you can have more f- affection to, like, a cat more than, like, a family member, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I have a pet snake right now. Uh, I got my brother and my sister-in-law gave it to me for my 18th birthday. And you like snakes? Got, it's my favorite animal. That's yeah. why that's why they got it for me. Wow. Yeah, so as soon as I got that, I was like, I fell in love, dude. It was just like, I fell in love. Really cute snake. Got it as soon as, as it what was a What kind of a baby. snake is it? It's a python. It's about python. About python? Yeah. Like it's the, usually the, yeah, the, the normal. Well. Yeah. Normal They're very docile, snake. I heard. Yeah, 100%. Um, that's usually a normal pate snake people get. But I just want a snake, dude. Like, yeah. It's really cool to have a snake. It's really easy, too. Yeah. Honestly, it, 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 like once you get the hang of it, it's pretty easy. It's just, like, I'd say the hardest part, and it's not even the hardest part. It's just something you have to like make sure of is probably getting the temperatures right. Uh, usually in their cage, they have a hot side and they have a cool side. Oh, so they can just and, move back and forth. Kind of, yeah. And usually their water goes on the cool side and then their, uh, there's their, food? their, oh, the, the food is rats. I, yeah, you I feed, feed live rats rat. or? Live rats, yes. Ugh, fuck but that. Like, they're, like, they're like small rats. Too, yeah. So I, I get them at a reef and reptile company in San Diego. Um, sponsor them, send them rats. You like let it chase them? So pretty much I, I get them, they're about two to three dollars. And I have to do this weekly. It's so easy to maintain. Oh, yeah, because you don't feed them, like, every day. No. No, you feed them, like, once a week or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Especially that it's a baby. has to eat a little bit more. Once it's a full-grown adult, I can feed it a little bit bigger rats and then feed them every two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, pretty much, yeah. So, I guess I get the rat. They give you it in, like, a little bag that has holes in it so it can breathe, obviously. Take it home. Just open the cage. I take out the hiding place of my uh, snake so that it can have like a little bit more free space when it's eating. And then I just open the bag, boom, dump it in. And then the snake gets alert. It like gets like this literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they have their own personality, huh? Yeah, it gets alert. They actually think anything that they see is moving is probably their prey because they already smell it. That's mm-hmm. something I learned because 
uh, I was trying to like fix it. And it was kind of like looking at my hand as if it were the food. Yeah, that's what I heard about feeding them live food. That they do get a little bit more... Alert and defensive. Yeah, alert, uh, defensive, and aggressive. Yeah, so that's something I learned as I was feeding it because normally it's not like that. I open the cage, I get it, and if I grab it, it's calm. It's, it's, dude, snakes are the most lovely thing ever. Yeah. Literally, like, they're, they're perceived as, like, such evil and something like that, but they're, like, the most... Satan was forming it. Yeah, them. but they're, like, the most lovely Satan thing. Sorry. A serpent. <laughs> serpent. Yeah. yeah. Is there a difference between a serpent and a snake? Yeah, so in the Bible it talks about how serpents have legs as if they're <gasps> like a lizard. Oh, wow. Oh. But that's why when God was like, you will forever crawl on your belly, you know, after he gave Adam and Eve, you know, the fruit that they were supposed to eat. And he was like, because of that, you will forever now be, you know, like no. snakes. Wow. Like on your belly. Therefore, you don't have because serpents anymore, but snakes. Yeah, so that's why they, they, there's that saying, you know, once a snake, always a snake. You yeah. start calling out the snakes exactly. in the garden. Yeah, exactly. So that's why. Yeah. I did not know was, that. That's interesting. Yeah, and I guess, I guess conspiracy was that's why, like, all the quote-unquote serpents in the garden, they're not existent anymore. That's why we have snakes. What? Wow, yeah. that's dope. Are so, you? That's why we have snakes. Are you into religion? In yeah, yeah, I'm Christian, so I like know the stories. But I also am very into like conspiracy theories too. Inter- yeah. I'd be very excited to talk to you next yeah. someday on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that'd For be sure. very interesting because I'm. That sounds. I never knew that. I didn't know there was a difference between a serpent and a snake. I didn't either, actually. So yeah, pretty much so. Like they're perceived as like really um, just evil things. You know, they're yeah. like. They're really lovely, you know. I I just I, I I could grab my snake, put it on my on my neck, and it's just like it's just there chilling. Does it ever choke you out? No. Will it ever choke you out? Probably not, because it, it knows me, you know. It, and like I'll take my chances. They, they, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they're cold blooded animals, right? Yeah, yeah. They're cold blooded animals. They don't feel feelings, but they do appreciate the warmth you give them. So oh, yeah, wow. So, yeah, it's weird. Um. So the only time my snake has gotten defensive is when I feed it the live rat, but that's because it's hunting for it. It's only during that time. Once it grabs it and it strikes and boom, and eats it up, it's calm again. Yeah. But like, if snakes, that, it's because it's hungry. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it's not even hungry. Like it, for a snake to actually get hungry, they have to like have a really long period of time not eating. And that's when they actually get really defensive that they'll probably bite you. Uh-huh. But if you feel if you feed it consistently, even if you miss like a day or two, or like maybe even a month of like not feeding it, it will probably not bite you. Still, you just wow. have to feed it. Like just just feed it. And I've chilled with it on my bed, dude. Like before I go to sleep, I just have it on my neck. Sometimes I'm on like Instagram and just like tries to like slither away. Sometimes I just grab it back. Hey, get back here and boom, it's just there. It's her name is Medusa. 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 Yeah. So you know the meaning of Medusa. I think so, yeah, but what are you Pretty much Medusa is, I guess, a character that is evil, but it fights it fights evil with evil. Uh-huh. So you know how people perceive snakes, like, as evil? Uh-huh. That's why I named her Medusa. It's like, it's perceived as evil, but it's fight evil. Have you heard the story of Medusa? Not, like, not the full story, but, like, that meaning is kind of what intrigued me to, like, name it Medusa. Also, and the reason I got Medusa is because I asked my sister-in-law's brother, so my brother's brother-in-law, I uh he got asked like what should I name the snake and she's like he was like Medusa I was like that's dope 
<laughs> and then I, I looked at the meaning. I was like, Medusa's perfect. Yeah. You know, but do you know this? What, what is the story? It's, it's a, it, well, Medusa's from like the Greek mythology stuff, right? Yes. I used to be into Greek mythology when I was a kid when, oh, they, when they started introducing Jackson. it. Huh? Yeah, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson yes. was. Ooh, yes. Percy Jackson. <laughs> you know? And, um, but the story of Medusa is because Poseidon has slept with this human woman, right? Yes. Named Medusa. Uh-huh. She was the most beautiful woman in the entire village, city, Medusa's whatever. Medusa's beautiful. Right? My snake is beautiful. <laughs> and and uh, one of the goddesses, I want to say it was like Aphrodite, that got jealous. Athena? I know it started with an A. But I don't know which one it was. Athena. But she got jealous uh-huh. and eventually turned her into uh, into Medusa. Would they know her? The snake head. So that way no other man will ever lay their gaze upon her because it's not worth, you're, not, you're not worthy of any man's gaze ever again because you, Poseidon was being unfaithful. So... Anytime that she would, that a guy would look at her, they would turn to stone, right? It was a curse. And she's, she turned, I guess, a little bad of it. But when, uh, I forgot which, I want to say it was Perseus that went in and fought uh, or killed Athena. When they chopped off her head, right? The head still worked and it can still turn people into men or into men. People turn people into stone. Yeah. But when they chopped off the head, that's how the Pegasus came out from her head. And the horse is like, um, is Poseidon's like animal, you know, it, the, an, the horse comes back to Poseidon, you know, it yeah. correlates with them, but 100%. the Pegasus came out from the neck of Medusa. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what the full picture or like the full analogy or the, the reasoning to the story. I think I have to go back and look to it, but that's how I remember them being explained to me. Yeah, 100%. The Pegasus is like the... Yeah, yeah, the horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's also, it's also kind of. I, I used to play GTA, and then there was like this thing called Pegasus, and then they had like the logo as the horse. So that's that's kind of what. I, it's a horse yeah. with wings. Yeah, a, yeah, a horse with wings. Yeah, exactly. So that's what. Pe- I, uh, yeah, so that's where Pegasus came out of. The, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, hippocampus. A hippocampus is actually uh, a part of your brain. Yeah, so it's both. Whoa. <laughs> okay. No, so yeah, but so pretty much, yeah, I guess I, uh, that story is really dope. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't miss it. I'm going to look more into it. So that yeah, way I like really get sure. familiar with it. Yeah. I found the definition. So pretty much different. Yeah. The, I mean, the definition of this is like, she fights evil with evil, I guess. I mean, that, that's what I read. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I read. Yeah. And that's evil, what I really like. Yeah. The evil of men that come in to try to manipulate her into sleeping with them, whatever, you know? Yeah. So instead, she was turned evil and fought the evil that came in with her own evil. Boom! There it is. So yeah, that that's what I really liked about that story, or meaning, and that's why I named it my snake Medusa. But yeah, I mean, it goes on to like what I was saying. Oh yeah, and my dog is named Molly. <laughs> She's literally named after a drug, but my grandma gave, my grandma gave her that. La name. Molly. Yeah, Molly. I, I, when, when I when I met Molly, when, so pretty much I've always wanted a dog, right? And my mom didn't want dogs. My mom was like, no, we can't have dogs. It's gonna such a big responsibility. I don't like them. She never wanted dogs. Um, now she's the one who takes care of it the most. But uh, yeah, so she never wanted dogs. And my grandma was like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to you. And I'm going to get my, my grandson a dog. 
And she got the dog. And there was this one time my mom and I were going to Mexico. We go to Mexico. And there's just a dog there. And she's like barking at like the because we, we were pulling in. She was just barking. And she was so cute. She's this French poodle who <laughs> has a uh, half of her uh, face is white. And then she has like a little black spot around her eye. And she's so cute. She has um, black spots around her body as well. She's just really unique as well. As she uh-huh. is beautiful. Um, so pretty much we just had, she just had Molly and my grandma took care of her. And then when she passed away, well, my mom and I obviously got her and we have her right now and she's really cute. And she, only thing is though, she is really territorial. So if she doesn't know you and you go into the house, she's probably really likely to bite you like on the foot, yeah. like just go out there and just like bite you. But like if, she, if you go with her like outside or whatnot, She's just going to be, like, the most loving dog ever. She is really loving. She's affectionate. She gets excited every time I go home. Probably when I go home today, later, she's going to be, like, she's going to be, like, wagging her tail and just, like, yeah, ready. Yeah, exactly. So that's how she is. So those two pets, I could definitely say I'd give up some things in my life for them. And I wouldn't give up the same things for, like, some family members. Sometimes some animals are better than people. Exactly. Well, um, uh, in Frozen, reindeer are better than people. You know that he has. I like, never watched Frozen. Was it rain? <laughs> was it reindeer? I don't know. I never watched Frozen. It, it was like a moose. Uh, I think so. Something like that. But uh, yeah, let he has go, like. A, let it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He has his friend, the uh, the moose. I forgot his name. I I need to go back and watch. I was Frozen, gonna say Rudolph, but that's Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he has his friend, the moose, or whatever it is, Sven. 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 Yeah, Sven. And that's his best friend. He prefers him more than people. So I can definitely see how some... I mean, yeah. some people are very problematic. So it's like, ah, this animal, I understand him. They yeah. understand me. <laughs> Not for sure. I mean... But snakes is a very interesting one. Yeah. I haven't... You know, I've seen people have very deep connections with their snake. Have you yeah. remember... Have you ever seen Karate Kid? I'm not gonna lie. The one with Jaden Smith? Jane Smith. When he's like, oh, I did. He's yeah. like looking at the snake and he's like kind of reading it. And it's kind of like, a, again, how we were talking about in a conversation. Yeah. It's a mirror and it just reflects whatever you're giving that animal and it's going to reflect the same thing back sometimes. 100%. No, yeah. So, yeah. I, I've, I've read about that too. So, pretty much, have you heard of like, so, you know how pit bulls are perceived as really aggressive dogs? Yeah. It's not that they're aggressive themselves. It's actually how their owner is. Mm. And so pretty much... So they're an extension of their owner. Yeah. So pretty much... Exactly. So pretty much if yeah. you're... Pit, yeah. Pit, dogs are loyal, man. I have, I have a kitten and my dog is loyal. Exactly. Everywhere I go. Yeah. 100%. So pretty much I, like, I've seen aggressive pit bulls, uh-huh. but I've also seen the most loving pit bulls ever. I used to have a pit bull. I had a pit bull when I was six years old. Um, and she was the most loving pit bull I had. She was like one of the first dogs I ever got. I don't remember what happened that I had to leave and then I gave it to my primo. And then like th- three months later, I think it passed away actually. And I was like, I was, I never saw it again. I was so sad, but pretty much so. Uh, and I know this pit bull right now, uh, in my entertainment business class before I dropped out, there's a guy who brings pit bulls. It's just such a loving pit bull. Yeah. And, it, and, and I also know the owner. So it, it's obvious why this pit bull is so loving. So yeah. So pretty much just like how you said, like animals are also a reflection of their owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that goes for like reptiles, but like at least for dogs, it goes like that. Like I've seen 
I've seen like the most loving pit bulls, and they're perceived as like the most aggressive dogs. You know, I think I think everyone around or anything around you is probably like a reflection of yourself. The world exactly. is a reflection of yourself. Exactly. The so, way you perceive it, I guess. Yeah. So really stop like to think about that. Yeah, so that, that that's what I'm saying. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's why I mentioned earlier as well. Like your personal life is also it, it reflects onto your business life. Yeah, you said that early in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty much you just have to have everything in check for just things to flow. You know. Yeah, be get to that. You've already worked so hard within yourself to understand the deepest parts of yourself. So it's like anything else, just 100. percent Yeah, 100. Uh-huh. Yeah, percent So yeah, that. So uh, all like the conversations, I guess that just goes back to our freaking topic mentality. That's mentality. just crazy. That's how I think, you know, I think, wow, that's crazy. We've been talking about mentality this whole podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> even if we doze off, it always just leads back to like what we started. I've noticed that yeah. so many times in the podcast. Yeah. A hundred percent. So that, that's, that's at least a whole hour and 20 of talking about mentality. And I guess how I've like thought about things whether it's music or life or business or anything um it's just life experiences how you look at things how you react to things how you react to things yeah um yeah that's just that's mentality man and then music my music career just it's just just mentality how you like execute things and just don't procrastinate yeah you're still developing and so is your music kind of like you know 100%. You, you um you have a good foundation a very good foundation so it's and you acknowledge it as your foundation but you're also knowing that there's something else that you're going to be creating on top of that foundation you're getting ready for that 100% yeah yeah 100% <laughs> yeah once you have that strong foundation you can't you can't break it down you can anyone around you can try but good luck man <laughs> 100% man and then dude I, I was thinking about that topic about dreams how like Maybe if they have a meaning or not, I don't know, dude. Is this? I was just thinking about that that loop thing as well. Just like, dang, when it comes to like my music career or anything, like sometimes I do be feeling like I am in a loop and that like I don't like being in the same place and that's like just reflecting on that. Just like also is kind of crazy to me, but and especially after this past month of just having to go back and forth, back and forth to from Tijuana all the way to LA yeah. just for school. I can yeah. see how you can just fall into that that loop mindset, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. Um so I guess my plans now, now that I dropped out of it, <laughs> you just broke the loop. I just, I, I mean, it wasn't even really a loop. It was just like just an exhausting like experience, you know. It was an exhausting experience that I uh, <laughs> I couldn't like like I could get out of it, right? But it was just something that was really exhausting, really time consuming, really pricey. Yeah. And it would take time out of things that maybe I want to do. So, like, for example, I want to do a music video. And I've been planning a music video for I'm Sorry I Love You. Mm-hmm. But because of all these, this, like, how pricey it is, going to school, these trips back and forth, and then my car payments and whatnot, I'm not going to be able to even execute this, vid- this video if I keep, like, going the way I'm going. It was, It's also really unhealthy, dude. I worked from 6 to 2 p.m., 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Then I had to drive to L.A. because my class was at 5.30 p.m. I'd get out at 9 p.m. or maybe a little bit earlier. And then I had to drive back mm-hmm. just to sleep or just to get back to TJ around like 12 p.m. or 1 a.m. 
sleep four to five hours just to go back to work at 6 a.m., 2 p.m., repeat that same thing. I'd probably repeat this routine for three days straight, have one day of rest, which is a Friday, and I'd probably take advantage of that day to rest and then get, like, a little bit of content out. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, rest. And then next day in the morning, I get my breakfast, see what I can do. Because I work the same day from 4 to 12, work again on Sunday, spend a little bit of family time, and then boom, Monday repeats the freaking process. Like, I didn't go to L.A. five times a, like a week, but I definitely go a lot during mm -hmm. the week. I go, I go like to L.A. like, I came like two to three days a week. So, I try to like manage my school time, my work time, my music time, and other times, you know, kind of like this podcast, and then what I recorded with Jordan, and then... The collab with like uh, la la niña macha and like just making the most of your time. Time. yeah so, but it was also really exhausting and like I definitely want if I had the option to I would go to school, but you know what I feel like it's a more right path and I feel like I also had a lot of issues with staying enrolled in the school it's like God telling me like no get out this isn't this isn't for you yeah okay. and it just felt wrong like to keep going with it. So now that I'm like gonna pursue music while also working and like fun using my funds in music while living living rent free in TJ, and like just just giving it my all, it feels right. Mm -hmm. I, I I I just dropped out, but driving over here, I was just analyzing and I wasn't sad. I didn't regret it. You were it, it felt right. It just it, it felt right, and maybe it's for the best. Maybe. Maybe it was meant to be. Maybe it's probably. Maybe it was a dumb idea. I don't know, but yeah. it feels right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. Like, even maybe three years down the line, you just decide to go back to school. Yeah, maybe you know. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be there. You know, it's never too late to go back to school. There's, I think, there was someone in my class who was like 30s taking that same class. No, I was the youngest one in my class, <laughs> but um, I mean. I went through that entertainment business. My first term was management and passed a hundred. Uh, I got a hundred on everything. Literally nice. every assignment that I did, I got a hundred and I was so proud of that. I am so proud of that, but I don't know. It's just like, I know school is going to be there, but I feel like now with the resources we have, it's just all like out this there modern already. day. I feel like I can even get the same knowledge online or well, maybe even more. And then also you can also, um, you get to choose again what knowledge you're going to be intaking. You know, even some that's one thing that I noticed when I was in school too. It was that um, did you go to college for a little bit? I dropped out of college after two quarters. College dropouts. Let's go. Let's baby. go. <laughs> no, don't. I'm not encouraging anybody to drop out of college. All right. Yeah. You go if do you what can't you gotta stay do. In school, school, stay in school. It is what it is. Situations arrive where you just cannot stay in college, or you know, you just you don't see it working out for you. And it's okay, you know, you have something, you have something else on your mind and something else to go and pursue. You got to go and do what you got to do. 100%. You know? you know, and then how you said, all those resources are already online. There's somebody else out there who has already done what you're trying to do. Sometimes the college professor has never even done what you're trying to do. Yeah. So it's like a business, it's like a business professor trying to teach you how to do a business, but, but they've they never even a ran a successful business. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't... So there's a lot of teachers that would probably give you advice. Like for me in high school, at least there's a lot of teachers who try to give you advice on like whether it be life things or like music or anything like that. And honestly, I wouldn't listen. Reason being, 
they're not someone who understands with all due respect you know like with all due respect you're not a person in that field that i could take advice from you know yeah yeah um so that's definitely a reason why i didn't like i'll listen i'll listen to what you're saying but just don't expect me to take your advice yeah exactly now there's one advice there's this teacher that i did take advice from yeah his name is mr hale um uh he was my world history teacher Mm -hmm. he gave me advice on nutrition and the reason i took his advice on nutrition is because he was fit yeah and i took his advice and things just yeah it just it was so true you know i just uh he gave me the advice of uh like i think it's not how many calories i think he said he told me it's not how many calories you consume a day but what type of calories you get in yeah the quality quality um over quantity yeah and then kind of like i think he just also put me on some like healthy snacks that i also love uh dark there's also dark chocolate uh i love dark chocolate dude yeah so hershey's dark chocolate is actually unhealthy but any i heard that almost every single chocolate that they sell like in a big company is so it's it's unhealthy like if you compare um i heard this the other day that they tried to compare it to um like chocolate from other countries and every single person in another country says american chocolate is the nastiest thing Choc- that i have ever tried ever a hundred percent that's yeah. insane and then and then yeah. okay so i have a teacher sorry say um my spanish teacher actually okay um, my ap spanish teacher from high school she was basically saying that like she doesn't eat chocolate she only eats chocolates from certain like like you said imported chocolates from different places not americanized because it was stated and you know they've done investigations and everything that um you know like for work trafficking or you know child trafficking or any of that they put them to work to make chocolate like hershey's or like oh americanized chocolate wow yeah so that's why i never knew that yeah i thought you were gonna say something about like the ingredients or the amount of sugar or something yeah I'm not saying Hershey's does it, but I know like some Americanized, you know, chocolates, chocolates do that. Do yeah. You know, like milk chocolate. That's why she only eats the dark chocolate from like certain brands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that's not even American. Yeah. It's like like other countries. Have you 100%. have you seen that movie? The new movie that's come out, The Sound of Freedom. No. I heard of it. You know, it, it's because they. It, I'm. I try to bring it up on the podcast a little bit more often because I do want to like. I guess make people more aware in a way. Yeah. But like, 100%. if you try to go and watch it in a movie theater, they'll try something to not let you watch it. I've heard stories of the they raise the temperature or turn off the AC in the movie theater while they're trying to watch it, so everybody's just freaking sweating and hot and the yeah, Jesus. or that the projector doesn't work, so you guys are not going to be able, or the speakers, the sound doesn't work, so you're going to be watching the movie but with no sound. So I watched it on my phone. The movie's insane. It's so hard to believe that this is going on in the, especially in the United States. But like, I'll I'll bring up this fact over and over again. One hundred and sixty-two billion dollars is what the market gets every single year from child sex trafficking. Damn. The United States is the number one consumer of child sex trafficking. Oh, that's just that's just something really gross and like something that's just like horrifying to think about. There is like evil in this world. How do you do that to a child? And it's crazy how we just started talking about chocolates and it led to this. <laughs> I know, right? It's just like... The... <laughs> no, but y- you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it, it definitely should. Yeah, I. Wow. Yeah. I, I was gonna say that my teacher just like told me about nutrition that there's these. So you know how like there's a percentage of like cacao and dark chocolate. Probably about like eighty percent and above of cacao is probably healthy dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a little more bitter, I love it. I love bitter chocolate. I don't know why. It's I love the I love the higher the percentage is of cacao, I'll eat it. It's I love that dark. I don't know why I love that uh, flavor of dark chocolate, but I love it. Um, so those are, he he like gave me those tips on the health, on those healthy brands. And I started eating and it helped. And you trusted it helped him? Me. Yeah, yeah. It's because he was fit. Yeah. So I pretty much listened to it because of that. And so that's something I definitely listen to. It's crazy how there's people who are trying to give out advice, but they're doing the complete opposite. Like, exactly. um, if you look at the American, uh, the person who's in charge is this lady, but she's in charge of like the health department or the health board of the United States. Mm-hmm. And she's not healthy at all. Or like, um, I was, I was literally watching this today. Um, the guy was this guy that was like really promoting like the whole vaccine stuff, like people should get vaccined and this and that. And they were asking him like, well, do you exercise? Mm, not no. really. <laughs> You know, dude, that's crazy. My PE teacher well, was what, fat how, guy. What's your What's your diet looking like? Well, I don't really focus on my diet. I just I I'm, I he considered himself a junk foodaholic. Well, there's a difference, right? Because he has somebody who has the knowledge, but no discipline. The no discipline. The discipline play, takes that's a true. huge role, right? You can have a person saying like, "Oh, yeah, be, like being physical education is is awesome." You know, running a mile every day. That's great for your health. Like you said, the lady who was you know, on the health board, yeah. she has the knowledge. She knows what she's doing. She knows what needs to be done. Discipline is not there. At the same time, it's adding, like, yeah, adding it's, to that thought, like... It's ironic. It is, because... Like, it's like yeah, you're they, giving me advice, but you're not taking your own. Exactly. So pretty much, there, there is... So there's a lot of people, right? It also... It, it kind of goes for everything, not just like fitness or anything, but yeah. like pretty much people know what they're supposed to do. Like they're not people are not dumb. Humans are not dumb. They there's, play dumb. If yeah, if people there's about like people being actually stupid in the world, I'd say about like 15%. Mm-hmm. But people know what they have to do to execute what they want to do. Yeah. They just don't do it. They don't apply the the lane like the like they know like they say in their head, okay, this is what I need to do to execute this, but they just don't apply it. And mm-hmm. for that same reason, that's why they don't execute it. So that's how that's literally what, one of the topics that we started this conversation on. It's exactly. about having that discipline to do yes. the things that you don't want to do in order yes. to make things happen. Hundred percent. So yeah, that's that. That goes back to that topic. Uh, you know, um, just about how like procrastination, like just taking your own advice and actually putting it to play. You know. People, mm-hmm. people know what they have to do. People are not stupid. I, I think I would say I know what I have to do to like, maybe like set a goal and like, get better and just advance more. It is a lot of work and like, it's tiring. I heard this expression today to from the it. podcast that I had earlier today. It was you don't ask a fish how to catch a fish. You ask the fisherman how to catch a fish because he knows how to catch a fish and he catches fishes on a he catches fish on a daily basis. Uh-huh. You can't tell. You can ask a fish because, yeah, they may know, but they're not doing it themselves. Yeah, a hundred percent. What was I gonna say? I remember, that reminded me of a, of uh, this salesman who like went to door, or I don't know, I don't know what, what saying it was, but it was like, um, 
you can feed someone like you can feed someone a fish for a day, but if you teach him how to fish, you can feed him for a lot lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no clue what that saying is like has like anything to do with like with this whole conversation, but I just brought it up. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's that's true. Yeah, it's yeah. very valid. Cause yeah, you can give them. It's like if I give you, it's just, I just give you the opportunity, you know. Yeah. And you do nothing with it. You just you just take it and that's it. Yeah. But if I show you how to reach out for different opportunities and go and grab them every when single time, there's gonna be more. You just grab onto any opportunity that you really want to. Exactly. You already put yourself in the position to just keep fishing. Because now you're just not relying on that person. You can do this. hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then it is valid. So it, <laughs> it is a very valid argument, or not argument, but a statement. Yeah, it's very valid. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's say. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. What, what was our topic going back to that? It was. Um, it's all. It all just goes back to mentality. To be honest with you, that's like one of the main topics of this podcast. That's, that whole, I've been that's this whole topic. <laughs> But it's a, it's a good topic. It's it a is a topic. good topic. It's crazy how much you can like get out of uh, also, um, and like how much you can how much you can connect it to. Like, I feel like uh, mentality just is just everything. So that's why I think we, that's what that's why we've been talking about it. It's just everything. Um, you know, it goes into music career, your life really. I mean, we've talked about life, but life is also just mentality. Uh, Depression is a mental state, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're depressed, it's probably because your yeah. body is saying, oh, I saw this today, actually. Mm-hmm. It's your depression is your body saying, F you, get me out of like this, like it's screaming state. for help. Yes, exactly. You know, you've played a person you're not for so long and you need to get your body's just telling you to get out of it. Yeah. Help me. Yes. Help me find, get find out. A change. I would say I think I went into depression when I was like really lonely and like I had problems with my mom and then there was like this like stage of like my family situation that I just I just couldn't really control mm-hmm. and then you know I live with my mom and then things got kind of like bad and then I was just in this depression state it was in 2020 actually and I just had to go on class online kind of like pretend everything was okay but I'm not okay I got my I had I don't think I had a phone that time because I, I had an iPhone 10 but I dropped it in a pool. Oh, wow. That's yeah, and then I used my mom's old 6 Plus for like eight months. And it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> Things happened. It was not fun. Yeah. Really bad mental state. And then once you kind of just like snap out of it and just start doing things yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to do this the best way I can and just keep grinding it out and, you know, Say F depression, you know, it just, it, it changes you completely. Um, yeah, it, I feel like a lot of people still do cling on to the idea of defending the depression. Yeah, 100%. You know, it, can, it, it may not become, may not be like in the literal sense of depression, but I, I'm talking about like something that's bad for you, you know, something that's not really benefiting you and it's only making you feel worse or making you do worse, you know, but they cling yeah. on to the idea and it's like, well, I'm going through it. This is what's happening. And it's like, well, you need to stop defending it. It's like, um, dude, people used to like, it's going to sound bad, but like in middle school, mm-hmm. I think not all, I'm kind of victim of it, but I think people used to flex about being depressed. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> you're not depressed. I'm depressed. But like, why would you flex that? Yeah, <laughs> you why? know? And that's like, I would say me. I haven't, I got out of depression maybe like 
I want to say I lasted with the Good Depression for about like eight months. Around there. 2020 to like 2021 maybe. And then I probably got out of that state. Maybe a little bit at the start of my first relationship. I had I was still a little bit depressed because of how everything was going. But after that, I was just set. I kept my mentality. Kept advancing. And just and I think that's what gets you out of a depression just by doing. Yeah, just by doing and then not falling back into that same hole. I think it's also that same fear of falling back into the same hole that's like Mm. led me to like keep going Uh and like not want to go go back. I can't. There's no. I'm not. I'm not going to tolerate that. You know. So, yeah, I could say I've had like two or three years no depression. Of course, I've cried in these last three years. Yeah, you know? if everyone has their way. bad days, it's not. It's not that you're never going to be depressed. Like everyone goes through their sad days, but the whole thing of depression is like kind of consistent. It's just like yeah, people, I feel like people. Um, how I said they protect their depression. You know, they 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 want to cling on to it because it at the same time gives them an excuse to not to not do things. Exactly. They get, yeah, they use it as an excuse to get out of their responsibilities and their duties that they need to accomplish. But by you not doing those responsibilities and accomplishments you're you feel even worse it's like i did nothing i feel 100%. even worse now i'm so sad i'm more depressed Whereas yeah. like maybe make take some action make some small baby steps into changing your life and then you end up finding yourself out of that state and it's like and once you start like getting that taste of accomplishment or like even eating healthier it's like your body naturally just wants more of that 100 percent. yeah uh go back to discipline yeah yeah perfectly said Perfect example. Um, so it's funny you mentioned that thing about that, like, uh, how, like, uh, I think I don't know if you just said, like, uh, how, like, your body gets used to more of, um, more like, of the good stuff. Yeah, more of the good stuff. That's funny I mentioned. So, pretty much, I used to be like this person who loved eating junk food like every day and loved like whether it was like a lot of skittles or a lot of takis or like a takis lot are of so good. Dude, takis are so good. But like, there's still a point. We just get you eat it too much and you just get grossed out of it. Yeah, and you start eating healthier stuff and you want more healthy. You start being stuff. aware of what you're really like taking in and you're like, yeah, ah, I don't know no. about this one. That's what I that's so that's what I've like, I guess done in these past few years. Um, I've definitely been more aware of what I'm taking in. You know, when it comes to, at least with the eating, um, you know, I. I haven't ate. I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna get to go go get a Takis bag bag after this. But I haven't eaten Takis. Gonna in like, your mind now. Yeah, I, I haven't eaten a Takis bag in like a while. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like thinking about it, I haven't eaten in a while like that. But um, yeah, Takis are really good. I love my chips. But <laughs> I haven't had them in a while either. Yeah, a lot of yeah. chemicals, yeah, a lot of 100%. coloring. You literally, literally detoxifies yourself. Yeah. 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 And it, it, it's, I guess, I don't know if it's like a chemical. In, I wouldn't say anything like that because I don't know. But it's like you have all these things and they're making you feel good because, like, I guess in a way you get that sense of achievement that because you're full, but you're lying to yourself because you're full of something bad. 100%. Yeah. Uh. Oh, yes. Yes, dude. I. <laughs> it's just funny that you mentioned that um because i kind of used to deal with that same thing i was full but the fact that i just wanted to keep eating more like i'm just gonna say takis i just wanted to keep eating more and i just getting ended up more full and it was terrible dude that state was terrible i 
I couldn't, man. Now, now I eat until I feel like comfortable or like not too full, but not hungry either. So I don't like feeling too full when I yeah, eat. Yeah. It's so funny that we're on topic on food now, but yeah, I because I, no, like you can tie that back in. You were saying it perfectly. Yeah, you know, you get so so comfortable with getting full off of bad stuff. We were talking about depression at first. You get so full off of you know just constantly consuming all those bad things that you start getting used to it and think that this is what's getting me. This is what's supposed to be getting me full. Yeah, but you start making those changes and stop defending that thing that you've been craving or holding on to this entire time make those changes to something better or something more beneficial towards you and your body starts rejecting the bad stuff automatically yeah a hundred percent so that that's pretty much that's what i was saying so the smallest changes is what makes like a big the biggest difference the biggest differences the small little changes the small little habits that you change in your life is definitely what makes you what like changes you the most i guess i i've that's something i've realized and it's made life even easier for me yeah you know like doing things right no it's mostly just like noticing how small things affect you Mm -hmm. it's crazy because you would think like you know oh it's such a small thing it probably doesn't affect but once you change those like small like little differences and actually realizing for what they are Mm mm-hmm then you just get easier and you start actually changing things, you know? Like, for example, like, you know, let's say you want to make a studio in your room and you want to take out your bed, but your mom is like, why would you want to take out a bed? You know, it's just an arm the studio there with the bed in it and, you know, be comfortable. I was like, but, like, it's a small change, but, like, I want to have a couch instead and, like, that, like, Feeling of having a couch and like being able to have my friends there while we record and all that. That makes it's just it's a small difference, but it's like also big. Yeah. It's a big change, you know? It just of how things are instead of having like a bed there, taking up all this space, you know. It, it, this is a real life thing. This, this is actually something that happened. So that's yeah. why I'm like using an example. But like those small, like little differences and acknowledging them has made it so much easier to like explain as well and like mentioning how big of a change it makes you know yeah, you even have to sacrifice the things that make you feel good you have to sacrifice yeah. your comfort sometimes for the bigger picture and i feel like yeah that's something that we have to be i guess promoting within our friends a lot more it, as hard as it is you have to stay disciplined as much as you can yeah dude um <laughs> i probably canceled like what is it today friday yeah i know thursday so yesterday i canceled like three friends on plans including him actually <laughs> i can't just to get some re- just to get some rest dude i didn't sleep for like dude i didn't sleep like this whole week i probably like adding up the hours i slept this whole week i'd probably say like out of all the hours you should get at night and the days there are in a week i'd probably say i slept like 12 hours in the, the entire week the entire week yeah did you know that you were going to drop out of college today? No. No? You yeah. just went and did it? Yeah. I, I just, dude, I, it's... How did that go? Like, how did you... So, pretty much, I got the call saying that there's still this issue with my social security card and that it had to be resolved like this and by this day. And if we do resolve this day, you owe one payment and then this is a monthly payment. Then you have to have this loan so that you can add... And then 
this financial aid only covers this and then the loan's gonna cover this apart on top of that you have i had i had a monthly plan of payments on top of the ones i already already have paid like i have for payments so i was like dude this is gonna be too much i don't i've already done i and this has been going on for weeks yeah i've already done everything i can do to fix this problem and somehow it is still a problem yeah and I was like, if it's such a problem and I've tried everything to resolve it, is this like God telling me is like, this isn't going to work out. Stop. Like I'm putting these obstacles for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. And one so, thing that I've, that I've told myself before or that I felt like, because I, I remember how I was telling you I was going through it. It was that. It's like, how do I figure out this problem? I said it before in the podcast. How do I figure out this problem? And I kept asking. You know, I, I, I don't know. I've tried everything. I've thought of so many different ways to figure it out and I can't, I haven't come up with a single solution. What do I do? And it was more like, understand that the problem isn't really a problem. You're just making it one. Yeah. You know? So, And by you understanding and like trying to like fully understand that, you know, you'll, you'll, I'll figure out the rest for you. But you just have to be willing to understand that there's, there's nothing to yeah. worry about. So that's the thing. I was like, you know... I started thinking about the pros and cons of mm-hmm. like staying in school and not staying in school. And I guess not staying just felt so right and less just like money and time consuming, you know. And You saw more pros than cons? I saw way more pros and cons, dude. Like honestly to go to school comfortably like and actually getting there on time, not wasting gas or mileage, I'd have to move out to L.A., and with my salary right now, I cannot afford that. And plus, with my car payments and whatnot, I cannot afford that. I'm not afraid to admit it. You know, no, dude, people, trust me, you're not the only one, bro. Almost, almost everybody here is going through that same. I have thing. to be real, dude. Like, honestly, like people think it's hard because you're an artist, or because you're a model, or because you're like anything. Like people didn't think you're probably making mon- money, or it's going great for you, dude. You're like- you're automatically Dude, put on a pedestal. You're automatically successful. It's just like, not only him and I have been told like uh, that, but like it's like, oh, like if you're doing that, like why are you why are you doing this? Like for example, why do you have a job? Like, well, clearly you don't know the entertainment or the industry. You know that's something he actually said. But yeah, so uh, it's like clearly you don't know the industry. You know you have not been in this industry. You don't have the knowledge of what it takes and. You don't even have the knowledge that you're probably going to be spending more at the start of your career than what you're actually going to make once you're actually successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, even then, you know, um, the group, the girl group TLC, Tell the Girls, he's doing no scrub. Yeah. yeah. I don't want no scrub. I <laughs> girl that can't get no yeah. love from um, me. Yeah, even at, during the peak of the career, they sold so many albums, broke so many records, and they have said it themselves that, yeah, on live TV and during the interview that we are broke. They literally say that we can, we can look yeah. at the interviews like, yes, we are broke. Yeah. We don't have the funds. We don't have the money. Yes, we, we sold so many songs, but we don't have profit, no gain, you know? Like, that's yeah. how the industry is. It's crazy how the industry is, why man. Do you, why do you think actors are now going on strike? Like, actors are going on strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actors are going on strike right now. Like, why dude, my, my, so yeah, yeah. My, my school was on ho- in Hollywood and... People are just going to strike in, middle Holly- in the middle of Hollywood, dude. Really? Yeah, they're just in the middle of Hollywood just going on strike. I saw it, bro. I was like, damn. People are going on strike in the most popular industry 
that is assumed to make the most money, which if you're successful, it does. But you have to be like Bad Bunny successful or like Drake part successful. Part of that 1%. You have to be A-list, like tier A-list, like Ariana Grande, to actually make a really good profit and actually live like these artists you see online. And a lot of artists that are upcoming are fake. Some of them actually fake like a lot of things they like mm-hmm. pretend that they have, play a persona. Know? Yeah, they play a persona that is not real. And that's why that's something I'm trying to avoid. So pretty much, I mean, I don't know. Or maybe like there's like there, there is artists that probably live it, you know, that that do like that that, that don't play a persona and that like, like authenticity. Sometimes it doesn't sell all that much, but I feel like it's so much more appreciated by people. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go tell you like, oh, because I'm an artist, I'm riding in a Porsche, or like I'm like getting all this studio time, or like, or just like living the best life. No, yes, I am struggling. And though, uh, yeah, I just I did just get a new car. The reason I got a new car is because I had to well go to school and I have to get around, and I don't want to take my mom's car every time I have to get somewhere anymore. So I did get a car, and I. Happened to find a better a better deal with with the car that's uh registered in twenty twenty four, so uh, then an then a used car. It's actually yeah. kind of crazy how I found that. I don't know why. Huh. I, have a, I have a Chevy. It all worked out. Yeah, it, it it's working out. Yeah, that that that's working out. <laughs> they said, <laughs> but, "Here you go." Yeah, I was like, "All right, that." So that that, that so so uh, I have a so pretty much yeah. That's what I was I was saying. So, um, pretty much. It's crazy to see the industry and how artists and other people like. So it's it's not pretending, you know. Mm-hmm. Like some do pretend, to like some do play the role, but some are actually going through it. Yeah. You really think about it, right? For entertainment, the entertainment industry is different, considering the fact that day to day normal people, people who are not in the industry. They see it as turning on the TV as their enjoyment, as their relaxation time, as their hobby, right? Yeah. People on screen, people doing, making that happen for you, that's work, right? Well, a lot of work, yeah. That's a lot it's, of work, yeah, that's true. It's just like a regular job. You get up, for, you get up, you get dressed, you know, you go to work. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been on set for working on movies. I've seen how it goes, you know, it's... Yeah. It's not just like this thing that you see on the screen. There's so it's not butterflies many and roses, it. dude. It's because it's, it's just like yeah. as hard as you know, being a doctor or being a lawyer or you know being an electrician or being an engineer. Yeah, you know I mean? like yeah, those normal nine to five corporate jobs. Like yeah, you get your degree, okay, and you can just start working a job and be getting paid maybe like all 80, 90 grand a year, and you have a straight set salary, right? You'll be set, but that's your stable income. Reason why the entertainment industry is so hard because yeah, when you're struggling now, it's gonna pay off at the end, right? Once mm-hmm. you make it, quote unquote, a list, Ariana Grande, Beyonce type level, that's when the money will really pay off. But yeah. so many years, so much time. I think that's just how art is, yeah. you know. That's just how art works. Any any genre of art. Hundred yeah. percent. The yeah. Um, I think it's just that. Yeah, just having that goal of like being an artist and really Same. trying to make a living out of it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The goal is to make a living out of like what you like to do. That's that's definitely because it's hard. Awesome. Like, yeah, we love doing music, living your life through your art. Yeah, yeah. who wouldn't want to do that? Like, I love doing music, 
but shit, like, yeah, it, it's hard to like make a living out of it. Like dude. for like, example, like podcasting, for example, because that's what I'm doing. It, it would be, I know that money isn't like the main focus of this podcast, but it would be super nice if I was getting paid for it and being able to make a living. Yeah, just dude. Being able to talk the entire time. Like shoot, people. if there was a website that like paid you to submit a song every week, I'd be a millionaire by now, dude. Like. <laughs> You're and, uh, uploading like 50 different songs. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, that I'd be a millionaire right now. I'd be a billionaire as shit. I mean, but like the sad reality is that, yeah, if you're in the, if you're in the industry, you're going to spend, you're going to lose more than you make. You're, you're probably not going to even make anything if we're being for real. Like if you're an artist, you're probably not going to make anything uh, unless you actually start like getting up there and, you know, getting crazy collaborations or write for so songwriters make the most money in the industry then it goes i think then it goes shows um if you don't sell out a show you're probably not gonna make profit if you if you there's people who pay to, to perform dude there's artists I who heard, pay to perform yeah one of my one of my guests was telling me that that usually there's a fee just for you to perform up on stage for somebody a hundred percent i think that's one of the most effed up things ever too yeah like i thought it was supposed to be backwards yeah, I'm gonna hear. I'm not. gonna be here. I'm gonna be here to perform my art for your place and bring in people. Yeah, but instead it's like, no, I'm giving you the opportunity to come and perform at my place. But you have to pay me. <laughs> yes, you need to pay me with this money and show yeah. me gratitude. So that's the thing. It's crazy. Unless you're Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, so, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because like then now it would benefit. Like if you're Taylor Swift, then that would just benefit your venue. But like if you're the venue, you're just having an artist. Well, it won't benefit you, so you charge him. But like so that's the thing. Um pretty much just these artists are paying to perform and it's crazy like it would be fair if the venue had like a full-out show yeah. and you actually get to promote yourself as an artist yeah but most of the times people don't even go to these shows or maybe it's your friends or maybe it's just like and if they do three or shows, five people they like barely acknowledge the artist they're just there because exactly so like i would rather pay to perform at like rolling loud like a festival like i'd rather pay to perform there with the secure audience like i know there's going to be an audience there i don't know uh, a ch like whether it's 15 to 30 minutes i'm gonna use my time there to really get my name out there Make and account. set myself and like set myself as an like like an image as an artist mm -hmm. rather than like paying to perform just like to sell these tickets on my own struggle that's why i'm not doing shows right now I'm i think not that's where the confusion comes in uh, Rick Rubin, I, re I bring him up all the time, you know? Yeah. And he says, Com art is not about a competition, it's about collaboration, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's been kind of misguided in the whole uh, industry, in any art aspect, whether it be performing in, with music or acting, or everyone's just um, competing against each other to get to the top, but they don't know how much bigger it can get if you guys make something really, really good together. Yes. Yes, you know dude. I mean? Yes. Exactly. There's, there's so much room at the top for everyone. So it's kind of sad when you see someone get a little bit too greedy and be like, nah, nah I don't I'm want you to do it. I want to do it. Yeah. Because if that's the case, then everyone So many artists, so many. And, and look at how excited we get when you're like, did you hear that he's going to be on that track with? yeah you know the feature you know the yeah. collaboration you're just so excited to see two great yeah. people boom make something great and then dude you know what i loved and like i just got excited about it 
You know that project Lil Dicky did about the yes. Earth? Dude, that had like every single artist on that track and each artist had like one line, but it was dope as hell. The message was dope as hell. The animation was crazy. Dude. Or like when they have like ciphers. I love hearing ciphers. Yeah, like, ciphers. Uh, double, I was double XL? The, the what's popping. You know, it's just oh Jack yeah, Carlo the baby and, the and baby. Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah I love just that. Goes dude. And does the thing as best as they can, and look at what they made. For me, I think that's freaking fantastic. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's an amazing. That's a, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> collaborations are crucial, dude. That's why I'm doing more collabs right now. Like I, I, you know, if I were to work hard and I knew my hard work would get me to like, like it would get me to where I want to be. I'd probably work alone, but like collaborations are crucial. And they're also like, honestly, I realized they are beautiful. Collaborating is amazing, dude. Honestly, being able to make a project with someone and like create something with someone and like two heads are always better than one, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's a crazy, it's an amazing experience, especially if you have that connection with somebody. So that's, that's why I was like, whenever I, that's why I was mentioning earlier, like if I, collab with someone there's definitely some sort of connection i want to have like i don't want to i don't want to deal with someone who just goes to the studio is like all right yo let's get the song over with and i'm like yo yeah so how's your day yeah it was good mm-hmm. okay uh i, I want to do all right so what's up with the rest like it's up to you now like yeah i don't know i just <sighs> i heard i don't this, even want to do the project at that I heard point this by kanye west he said people are, are supposed are meant to be used like you're supposed to use people not abuse, but use people. Uh-huh. Like you can't. Do, there's this mentality that's been like struck into everybody. It's like, well, I did it all on my own. I, I'm, I'm self-made. But I'm like that. That's, yeah, that's cap. complete. The, that there's a reason why humanity exists, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's why there's always an army behind the entire empire. The empire wouldn't be an empire if it was just one person. No, it's everybody inside the empire that makes it what it is. Exactly. Yeah. That's why collab. That's the beauty of collaboration, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you do your best, and then you want them to do their best, and yeah. you want them to do their best. And by everyone being their best, something is gonna come out of it. Yeah, especially when it comes to like the songs, best to you, bro. Like especially when it comes to songs, bro. Like if five, like let's say these five artists, right? Justin Bieber, Kendrick Lamar, Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, and like I don't know, Ariana Grande. The like weekend. if imagine or the weekend, yeah. Imagine they all came on a song together to like get this message out. You're probably more likely to hear that song than like a song of the weekend by itself. Like you're probably gonna like if you're a fan of the weekend, you're probably in like I'm, you're definitely gonna to hear it. Yeah, like, but like all of these. Yeah, but like if you're artists. like a fan of like Ariana Grande, you're probably not gonna listen to like the weekend's message. Imagine if like they collabed. Now you become fans of all of them, and then you also get a message. And it's like it's just amazing, bro. Like just collaboration itself is just beautiful, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, that Don't was Look a great up. movie. Don't Look Up. I need to watch it again. Oh. Dude, no. So, right now? Like, so right now? Yeah. 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 So, pretty much. Yeah. So, recently, uh, did you watch the Barbie movie? I did. <laughs> I don't want to give out spoilers, but there is a lot of actors in there from like people you would see on Netflix and on WWE. And then it was a lot of people yeah, in there. Yeah. And then you have this and then one from, oh, okay. I'm going to expose. I mean, it's not like it's obviously, I think it's in the trailer, but 
Imagine seeing the girl who played Harley Quinn playing Barbie. That's crazy, dude. I, yeah. I, I was I, I was tripping over the fact when I watched that. Mm-hmm. I was like... Just seeing that brand That range. The range, yes, dude. Range. range. The range of that, act, that, that acting is crazy. Like, you're just a villain, and then now you play, like, a role model. Yeah, a super, like, girly role model. Yes. Yeah. So... I was I was shocked by it. Now, now when I watch movies, I actually focus more on the production, the message, and like how yeah, this movie I was do. like. I do too. Yeah, yeah I, I analyze almost everything. Uh-huh. Me too. Art. Like I analyze like. It's so bad. Wow, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Like now it destroys the concept of like the movie because yeah, yeah, you're like yeah. too focused You don't even on watch it. the movie for the movie more. You just watch it to like, wow, this is crazy. Like that yeah. production. Like how much work did it take? You know. That's what I was thinking about it. Like even just like like these little things. Like wow, that production no, is the, so the, dope. Yeah, the way they made the movie was beautiful. Hundred percent. Oh, that that yeah, that was yeah. Oh, the substitution with this part. Oh, this yeah. Part. yeah. It's so bad. Just like, yeah. Just like how you, um, yeah, how you analyze everything. Everything, everything is like, like Jonah crazy. Hill is one of those actors that I've always like, not always, but they've, they've like pointed out how he acts sometimes. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to start looking more into his acting when I watch him on the screen. Is it Jonah Hill? Yeah. yeah, Jonah Hill. He's also Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> huh? He's also in the Don't Look Up movie. And in the Dola Cup movie, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you see his acting and how he can play different characters, and you're like, wow, like yeah. you, you would have never expected it from the guy who was in Superbad, who was, you know, just that that guy that you know people made fun of just for being funny. But it, like you see him play more serious roles, more comedic roles, more action roles, more you know sad roles, like, the whole bunch of different roles that he's played, and he plays them so well. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Um... Maybe it's that yeah. isn't it? Maybe maybe it's not even like collaboration with other people, but just a collaboration with different forms of art. Yeah, you know. So 100%. it's like when you go into like who knows? Maybe one day you pull out like a reggae out album. Yeah, you know, and you really do good. And maybe you bring somebody who is in that genre, put them on their on your song, get them like to actually shine too. You know, it's it it just it's a win win for everybody. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. No, like, and then the turn like, so. For collaborating, like actually, most of, like most of the people I know who are in the industry, I met through dancing. It's really, really weird. Sorry, I started going to dance class in TJ, and started meeting a lot of people like who are either influencers on TikTok or who like just like do other things on the side. And it's like crazy how like I met people through this art, and then now we're doing this and like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why I go I, like I go back to it. like it's like collaboration is beautiful yeah and you can find it anywhere whether if you're in the industry or not um, i think that's one of the reasons that i like podcasting too because i get to talk to just so many different people from so many different lives from, i treat like almost every single podcast like it's a different mind you yeah because there's so many experiences that you've there's had so many stories so many bro. stories to be told you know yes. so many experiences that you've lived that maybe nobody has ever heard yes or maybe you've never even told anybody before or you've never even thought about and like once you, I don't know, we actually sit down and get to talking. There's so many, there's so much information that just goes into your brain. You're like, wow, yeah. like I just learned something completely brand new. And different perspectives of how yeah. like you see things. You Gaining know? perspectives. Yes. I, I really think about it as like, moom, 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 perspective, moom, perspective. And it's yeah. like, now it's just like a big bubble. And you probably end up like choosing like the perspective, like that's best for you i guess in a way like to see it in a way like that's more more positive um because it's not even that it's like just acknowledging different perspectives it it allows you to come to just a a deep understanding of almost how everything else works because it's like 
oh well that reminds me of this person and how when they said i bring that up a lot you see you've heard me in the podcast yeah oh that brings me to that podcast where i was talking oh yeah this happened in the podcast before yeah you've seen how much like information has just come at me um just by talking to somebody i know dude it's it's really interesting yeah yeah empathy is dude i didn't i haven't even thought about that word like this whole podcast that's crazy like i'm glad you bring it up empathy yeah like you're good (laughs) no like yeah empathy like you by the way you like talk to other people you just get like so i'm gonna use an example i was working the other day and this person was like oh i barely got any sleep I'm so tired. I was like, what time did you sleep? And she was like, 10 p.m. And we got into work at 6. I was like, you're chilling. <laughs> and like, but like, and then I started explaining, and she was like, why? And, and then I started explaining to her how, like, my routine of, like, going to L.A. and, like, whatnot. And, like, how I drove back and drove, and, like, didn't really get much sleep. And, like, pretty much since I didn't get much sleep, I ended up getting to TJ at one, slept four or five hours, and then just came to work, and then I had to do the same thing again. She was like, wow, I can't complain. So I guess in that like example, she kind of felt a little bit of em- empathy for me. And I guess it was a little bit of like stories, and like I kind of felt empathy for her as well. Like Even though I'm, I, I would say like in terms of sleep, at least I say I'm struggling a little bit more. But like I also get her point of view. Like I was, I I used to be in that position where like I used to sleep at like nine p.m. and go to school at like eight, and I'd still be tired in the morning. So I get that. But like now, I feel like sleeping at ten p.m. and then going to work at six is like a lot of rest for me, and it's like it feels like a blessing for me mm-hmm. because I'm not used to that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's weird how like people's like perspectives perspectives come into play, and like how other stories are told, and like. Because like you, you would have say, a wider perspective yeah, afterwards. you would say I'm I'm working hard, right? Going to L.A. and yeah. like hard work, like working in Chula Vista, living in TJ and going Definitely, back and forth. Yeah. You would say I'm working hard. But I know there's people who work harder than me. Yeah, I can. I know there's people who work harder there's than me. It's a fact. Are, there's uh, stories that are out there that are crazy. And they'll tell you you're not outworking me. Yeah, you're. Yeah. If you were outworking me, you'd be in a better position than me. So yeah, exactly. Me. So that's why. So that's also like why I feel like also well, I don't know, actually. Because one thing that I've heard is that a lot of millionaires are now lazy. Well, that's because once you get out there, yeah, because yeah. once you, They've yeah, already done all the hard work. Yeah, yeah. Once you do all the hard work, it just gets easier and just kind of chilling. That's kind of yeah. like that's also a goal, dude. Like work just, hard, like the first like ten years of like your twenties, and by the time you're thirty, bro, you're chilling. You're set. You got your retirement, and now it's like Todd Graves, bro. Todd Graves is the. Um, Owner of Raising Canes, you know. So pretty much he worked really hard in Alaska, fished and like got paid to actually start his business. And the first restaurant was uh, built in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And him and his friends constructed this Raising Canes, did all the hard work. And now there's over like, I don't know how many restaurants in the United States, but I think the company, uh, like the fast food restaurant is uh, over 3.5 billion now. And the people... Who are, it's growing fast. Yeah. And it's, I think, I don't know, how recently did it start? Like 19, 1996 was the first, when the first restaurant was open. So it's pretty recent. Yeah. Uh, compared to like McDonald's and other. Like I, I tried, I think I tried um, Raising Cane's my freshman year. Of high yeah. School. That was the first time I ever heard about it. And I'm I tried sure. it that day. 
Hundred percent. Yeah. So like. But I will say that I the one thing I can admire about that restaurant is their business plan. Their business plan is unlike any other business plan I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. Because they're different, right? You don't make bank. You don't make money by doing the same thing everyone else is doing. Because you're not going to get somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just you, repeating the you're same repeating thing. the same thing. Yes, you can repeat their ideas. Yes, you can copy them. But copying their same game plan, it's not going to work for you. You be different. Be something that no one has thought about. Be innovative. And also something... And also well, something what, that's authentic to you. Yeah. What was their game plan? What makes them so unique and authentic compared to every other fast food restaurant? I feel like... <laughs> huh? It's more of their message and how they like... The way they serve their customers, I would say. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just from what I've seen is that um, they... And their community. Their culture. Yeah, they're, they build their business around how you would feel, right? So whenever like people work there, they have a saying... You would serve what you would eat. If you wouldn't eat, you'd throw away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about that empathy. So know? being human. Empathy and having quality, yeah. Right? And they're all about, like, the customers. Everything is the eye of the customer. Everything yeah. is, you know, what What would you see when you walk in? McDonald's, yeah. Dirty floors, trash cans filled, like, trays everywhere. Yeah. No, and then some McDonald's um, employees, like, I get that they don't get paid or not, but they do come off as, like, very, very rude. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. they're... That company doesn't treat their employees well. So yeah. They want to work for them. So they have that that customer or that employee slash culture connection. Yeah. And I guess that's so, the biggest culture. Just so yeah, raising. Human. That's why we're saying like raising canes. They have an amazing like. But also they're not greedy. Mm. Yeah, they're also that's not. Yeah. The, they're not. They are sales driven, profit smart, but they're not greedy. McDonald's, Burger King, Jack McDonald's Lawson, has the most real estate in the world more than any person that's ever exi- existed because they are greedy that's yeah. why they only yeah. have money for themselves yeah you, exactly. there's, there's a McDonald's here there's a McDonald's going down that freeway there's a McDonald's everywhere here, just a like McDonald's. a Starbucks there's Starbucks almost everywhere and they yeah. put them in the places where they can't afford Starbucks like let's be honest yeah you know it's like paying $6 for a coffee like you gotta have the money for it so if you put it in a lower income community like you're setting them up for failure. Dude, McDonald's even raised their prices, bro. Like to get like a small like cheeseburger with like some fries and a drink is like twenty one dollars for each, for one person alone. Yeah. The last time I got McDonald's, that was my price. I ordered a a cheeseburger with no pickles. You don't like pickles? I don't like pickles. I, I hate love pickles. pickles. I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, with some medium fries and a medium sh- uh frappuccino, caramel frappuccino, twenty bucks. Yeah. I was like, damn. I was, it was, I didn't even get full, dude, I didn't even get full, bro. It used to be $8, yeah. I know, that, yeah, that used to I mean, gas, let's just, yeah. when I was born, uh, in Dude, okay, I don't want to jump into politics, but yeah, gas is just, yeah, gas is, just go When ahead. I was born, gas was $1.40, that was in 2001. Look at the prices now. At one point, the, how much was it? $1.40. $1.40 a gallon. 2001. 2001. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, so when you're, I wish that was gas price right now, dude. Right, dude, you saw them skyrocket all the way to eight dollars in some places. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Because I, when I was like, I grew up here, but I also grew up in Vegas too with my family. So whenever, whenever we'd go visit, we'd be like, "Oh my gosh, gas is 
two, three dollars here. It's so cheap. Go back to California. Oh my gosh, it's four dollars. It's so expensive. No, nowadays four dollars. You're lucky if you have four dollars. Dude, during during the yeah. pandemic, I remember because remember nobody was going out, but I I do remember this vivid memory of just going out to. I think I was going to get groceries or something, mm-hmm. or pick up something for my mom. And uh, I went out and I looked at the gas prices. The gas was at two dollars and thirty two cents. That was only what two years ago, three years ago. Costco. 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 <laughs> yeah, dude. No, right now the ga- like for a gallon, I'd pr- I'm probably paying five point five. Dude, and now you fill gallon. up your your like back then my car used to take thirty five dollars to fill up all the way. In order for me to fill up my car now, it's like eighty to ninety dollars. Yeah, it, do- it it more than doubled in price to fill up my car. I, my car has not seen uh full. Like it, I haven't seen my car hit full in the longest of time, dog. And back then I, it used to be full at Dude, all times. I filled my car up today with like fifty five. Yeah, I used to get gas. Just I, like, yeah. well, I just wasted a quarter. I want to get it back full. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much. And now it's like you wait for it to like tell you, hey, bro, I'm hungry. Yeah. Feed me, please. <laughs> so, yeah. I filled up my car today with like $55, but like all the way. And I'd say if gas prices were like they used to be, I'd probably fill it up with like 20 I'm not going to lie. It's crazy how, how like the jump was happening. But back to the topic I was saying about like, so pretty much how like, so pretty much once you've done the hard work, you, um, you're chilling after, right? So what I was like trying to say with raising canes is like pretty much saw Graves like did all the work. Now he has like now his company's worth three point five billion. Their business plan is crazy. Now the people working hard are probably the managers at each restaurant. And Todd Graves has like rent probably he probably, he probably, he knows a lot about all his restaurants, right? But now he probably has like restaurants that he doesn't even know about, but like managers are like running it. You know, they're they're working hard. They're getting, he's just he's just there getting the money. I mean, uh, over the past like what two or three years, they opened two brand new canes here in Corona. Yeah, exactly. They're they're opening a lot of canes right now, and so that's what I'm saying. So like, a lot of canes are getting open. A lot of people like the people there are actually like uh, working hard for it, and I think Todd Grease is just getting the money at this point. Like he's chilling. Because mm-hmm. he knew, pandemic. he knew that everyone else needed him more. Exactly, and he was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna just give you why because you know we because of just the pandemic." Yeah. You know what I mean? Is like, I know what it is to be human in that situation. You know, yeah. I, he puts himself in other people's shoes. Exactly, because he was there. Yes. He was there. He experienced it. That's I, why yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we forget that a lot because, we, and especially like when again, we, I don't want to get into politics. That I, I've already gotten enough into that today, like yeah. early in the podcast. I would, but because of the audience and like whatnot, like I don't really want to like have people like. I feel like we can definitely go into it a lot more in a different one, but like, um, I feel like we for, we, yeah, we. That, we I thing. feel like we just forgot what it is to just simply be a human. You know, treat people with kindness. 100%. You wouldn't want. The golden rule, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated, you know? Yeah. I would, I, I want, I, I do want to get into politics, but. Go for it. If, reason, if you want to, we can. The reason I don't want to is because I am very opinionated and I will say I like this president more than the other president. And I don't really want, like, 
I don't really want to like sacrifice maybe someone watching just because of that sort of opinion. Uh huh. Like I may have like the maturity to say like, oh, I respect that opinion. Like you're, you're I'm not gonna think different about you. Like you're dope, right? I I don't agree with it, but you're awesome. And I still want to be friends, but maybe other people don't have like the same like yeah, yeah, reaction, yeah, yeah. right? So. Yeah, so people are really, yeah, people are really people sensitive. People have become very sensitive to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so pretty much, yeah, so pretty much people are, are really sensitive. And uh, that's also why I'm, like, a little bit more cautious of, like... What'd you say? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that part, too. But I think that's one thing that, that will eventually break down. Just, uh, I don't know, these are just opinions and thoughts. And that's the only way we're going to be seeing, like, better things come. By just simply laying it all on the table and see what we can make out of it. Hundred percent. Yeah. So but yeah, uh, we've been talking for two hours and fifty three minutes. Wait, you're telling me this has been a three hour podcast? Almost, yeah. <laughs> and we, no, and honestly, we we honestly could have gone a lot longer. I could go longer, but for the sake of the audience and my editing and your editing <laughs> and your editing, yeah. Okay. I yeah. Like a, I feel like it's a good place to stop. I feel like yeah. we can have another podcast in the future and just completely I'm go down. into it even more. You know, hundred percent. I mean? yeah. yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank I'm you so much for having me, dude. This was dope. Uh, I'm glad you made time to like actually come. In, oh yeah, you know? dude. Definitely. All the, way, all the way from Tijuana. That's insane. Tijuana, and I do it again, man. A different country, like, dude. No, I was talking to someone Think about in, that for a second. People are coming from different countries to be on the Kickback <laughs> Podcast, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's like a three-hour drive <laughs> but like yeah so <laughs> country different country different countries yeah um thank you for having me thank you for watching if you made it up to this point you deserve free merch i don't have merch yet but you deserve free merch and you deserve the future free merch of this person right here uh Sorry for I was really you. you're good you're good you got, got really interesting I topics. definitely gotta have you on the podcast one day yeah huh? I definitely gotta have you on the podcast we should definitely have a good Let's conversation see. yeah so yeah no thank you for having me thank you for watching I hope you enjoyed uh this conversation that I very much enjoyed as well uh listen to my song my music on all platforms my name is x steve x t e v e on instagram I'm x t e v e 4 l and on tiktok I'm x steve underscore uh Follow me and follow, subscribe, like, comment what you think. Um, we got to get a lot of clips of this too, dude. I think he just said everything perfectly. Make sure to <laughs> like and subscribe. Thank you guys so much for watching. Yeah. Go follow him on all of his social platforms. Everything's going to be down in the description below. You guys already know the deal. Yes, if you guys sir. are listening over on Spotify or any audio listening platform, come over to YouTube. There's a whole video podcast here ready for you guys to watch. Yes, sir. Um, I, think, I think that's it. That's dope. Thank you guys for watching. I'll catch you guys all in the next video. Shush out.